0: You're listening to the Spiro Avenue Show. If you like what you hear, please follow us on Apple Podcasts. You can also watch our full
1: shows and clips and highlights on Facebook and YouTube.
0: Thank you for watching, and I hope you enjoy. Welcome back to Spiro Avenue. Happy to have you. I'm excited today. This is going to be kind of a weird show in the most wonderful way. I'm hanging out with who I'm told is the Antichrist, a soldier, perhaps even a general in the most wicked army in all of mankind. His name is Nick Sheehan, a producer for the Ben Shapiro Show out in California. Joining us, Nick, is also a friend of mine. I'm happy to have you, Nick. Thanks for joining us. (laughs) You're canceled. Uh, am done. I canceled already? You're canceled, dude. We, didn't, we canceled, We just started by association. They canceled me already. Have You're you done. been canceled in your life? Uh, Ten times, twenty times, with your association. Yeah, it's I feel just like an
2: infinite, like repeating cancellation.
0: Yeah. So, so we're yeah, gonna get into that in a second. Get,
2: yeah, we're gonna get into that.
0: So for those of you that don't know Ben Shapiro, I don't know where you've been. I don't know if you don't have a good internet connection or if you don't do social media. Even if I didn't like Ben Shapiro, which I do. The guy would be slamming me uh, in the face on social media every 10 seconds. You you can't avoid him. Got millions of followers. The fastest growing conservative uh, podcast in the country, I Mm -hmm. think, is the title. Really interesting guy. I disagree with him a lot, but always has a good take on everything. But also quite controversial. Uh, Someone that has been attacked viciously again and again and again from all sides, including even the right, which I find interesting. Most strongly from the right, I think. Sometimes Honest, most yeah. strongly from the right, particularly yeah. the alt right, which he is incorrectly associated with. Yeah. Nick, I'm going to dive right into it. Yeah. You have worked for the last two years? For uh, yeah, 10? about two years, I think. Close two to two years yeah. for somebody that half the country hates. I mean, let's face it, half yeah. the country doesn't just dislike or is indifferent, but basically hates your boss and hates the the guy you work with every day. Yeah. What is it like working for somebody? I mean, people might not like the guy I work with, but only six people know who he is. You work for someone half the country hates. What's that
2: like? It's, um, I don't know. It's, we don't really think about it that much. You know, it's so funny because like I had some friends who work in, you know, like Hollywood stuff, like we're out in LA. So I had some friends that work for like some pretty mainstream Hollywood places and, uh, And they always talk about how vicious their workplace is and how, you know, mean and cutthroat everyone is at their workplaces. And it's so funny because like at our office, everyone is so nice and like everyone is so welcoming and everyone's just joking all the time. We're always having a good time. And it's like the people that are supposed to be working in, you know, like the super fun entertainment industry are all like yelling at each other and being all cutthroat all the time. And we're just having a good time. So we don't really notice it that much at the office. You know what I mean? The but st-
0: yeah, the story's out. Like, particularly in California, like you know, yeah. if you go into the studios. But even like you guys, I mean, the company's the Daily Wire. That yeah. the Ben Shapiro show the is, is yeah. the the flag bearer for. I think is safe to say. Yeah,
2: it's a, yeah, that's yeah, our biggest show. It probably sure.
0: probably biggest. You know, with some room to spare. Yeah. I think the it's obviously conservative, mm-hmm. unapologetically, admittedly, they don't, yeah. they don't hide it. It's very openly. I think. I think the uh, counter to you guys is probably the Young Turks. Is um, that safe to say in yeah, terms of scale and uh, perspective?
2: Yeah, that, that's roughly equivalent, I'd say. Young Turks is like a good Young Turks or something like Vox, maybe, or probably the most equivalent podcast with a liberal perspective would be uh, Pod Save America.
0: Pod, see, Pod, I don't know much about Pod Save America. I've heard of it, obviously. It's, it's a good
2: it's, show. I would encourage people to watch it. It's, it's a pretty good show. It's definitely like a hard liberal perspective. That's good, but I encourage everyone to get like a rounded view. The whole 360 global view. Yeah, exactly. Because I mean, every show tries to get the facts right, you know, of whatever they're talking about, but any show or any commentator is still going to be like, it's still going to be influenced by their perspective. You know what I mean? So there's no one that can, there's no single person that can give a full 360 view of everything that's going on. People can try their best, but but it's just not going to happen on any specific show. So, I mean, I would definitely encourage people to watch daily wire get, in get addition the whole, to, to get yeah, the, whole, to, the whole view. You want to get every perspective. See, you're things. an
0: alien already because know, nobody right. says this stuff. I know I, I, everyone says, you know, I I'm friendly with Colin Cowherd, big fan of his, you know, ESPN for years now Fox. Yeah. He has a, a phrase that he talks about that. Everyone's always looking for affirmation and not information. <laughs> I think people just want to hear what they want to hear people aren't really looking right for that well
2: that's like the once you start doing that that's you stop learning you know but what i mean
0: i agree i agree but the thing i like about ben shapiro and i honestly not to impugn any of the other people at the daily wire but the thing i like about ben in particular is that he will go right at people on the right as oh yeah tough or harder
2: absolutely than anybody on yeah. the left
0: he was extremely critical of donald trump throughout the 2016 campaign, has ripped on him more than he's praised him. Probably five to one, six to one ratio. I mean, it's not even really close.
2: Yeah. So like. Not unearned either. Right. Not
0: unearned. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. not unearned. We'll we'll get to all the (laughs) the Trump stuff in a minute. Yeah. Maybe a few minutes. We'll see how long it takes to wind back to that because that's a big can of worms. Yeah. We'll get there. But the thing I like about him is he is willing to, he's a conservative. He tells everyone he's a conservative. He doesn't hide yeah. the ball like, you know, some major media outlets do. But he will go after his own side. And that's something yeah. that I like to do as well, where it's like everyone is just saying, I'm going to rush to my team. It's, it's Everything's tribal. And yeah. I, like I have friends that are Democrats that they have never said one bad word about a Democrat ever. Yeah. That the Democrats can do no wrong and you get the flip side of the Republicans. So, I mean, what are your discussions like? You know, I don't know what your your pre show production is like. I mean, do you guys right. sh- sit and shoot the shit? Is is well, he like?
2: Well, one thing I'll say first of all, real quick, is like Ben is for sure conservative, but it's hilarious to me. I had I met someone uh, a couple months ago, and they were, we were talking, and then Ben came up, and they started calling him a right wing extremist. Yes, and Ben is like.
0: That was ben last appeared, summer I think. Yeah ben, yeah, ben
2: is like a moderate Republican, I'd say. In in some respects. I'd say yeah. Ben is definitely, I'd say you could probably say he's the most moderate person at Daily Wire among the hosts. I I think so. Oh, I think there's no question. Yeah, yeah, I think and he's like a fairly moderate guy who who at least definitely puts a lot of effort into trying to be well-rounded. And let me just say too, I should probably say off the bat that um my views whatever I express here is not my own, Yeah. Is, you know, not not, uh, you're not representative of the Daily Wire. I'm not representing Daily Wire here. I'm yeah. not representing Ben Shapiro. I'm just talking about. You're just Nick Sheehan. I'm just Nick. Yeah, so I'm just talking about. Just yeah. Yeah. I should get that out of the way. For well, the we players. already got
0: canceled ten minutes ago. We for already internet. got canceled. No yeah. one's watching. So. A representative <laughs> yeah. of a representative of we're dark, uh, right? Yeah, we are dark. It was
2: weird it was, that the internet got cut. Yeah, it's
0: weird <laughs> it was, how that happens. It's like someone's got the switch somewhere. I think you have a unique perspective because. When I think of California, I do yeah. not think of Republicans. I do not think of conservative points of view. I do I don't think of yeah. anything to do with the GOP whatsoever. There's a reason they don't even bother campaigning in the state. It is right the most liberal state well, in yeah. the U.S. I had a
2: friend. I remember I had a friend in high school who his dad ran Mitt Romney's campaign in California and he said it was the easiest job in the world. You don't have to do anything. Yeah. Because it's just they give up. You know what just I mean? Just ride, ride the way. <laughs> yeah, you just you're ride the way. Go. It's like you're good to go. You hang out. You do some fundraisers or whatever, but you just hang out. Yeah. But, um, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. But no, it's no yeah. problem. It's yeah. just
0: what I was going to say is, like, you're in California. Yeah. You're a young guy, still in your 20s, I think, yeah. right? Yeah. Young guy, I think still single, right?
2: Uh, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty much.
0: Are we, are we, I'm
2: not married. You're not married. I'm not married. Yeah.
0: There's no like a ring on your finger. Yeah. So you're single ish. Yeah. I mean, you're a, you're a guy working for the foremost Republican pundit in the country, conservative pundit in the country. Yeah. Living in California. I got to ask, like, is there some type of conflict there? Does that mess with your social life? In terms of, like, my
2: dating life? Yeah. Do they
0: find (laughs) that? Do they, like, when does it come up? How early does that get Oh, I
2: always say it first, like, I mean, I don't want to say it first thing, you know what I mean? Just because who talks about, you know, their political stuff first thing. But it's not political.
0: It's your job. It's my job. Yeah. So that when that
2: comes up, you know, I don't lie about it. I don't lie, but I also don't, you know, if someone says, hey, where do you know, I work at Daily Wire, I. Uh, it's, you know, we do political commentary. Uh, sometimes I'll say, you know, it's conservative, whatever. Yeah. And then people can look into it if they want to, you know what I mean? And, uh,
0: Checking and, uh, your backstory. yeah,
2: exactly. You know, I'm not going to go out and like, Spend the first half of the date explaining who Ben Shapiro is or whatever. just that's, No, that's not that's probably so what exciting. I do. I'd yeah, be, yeah. It'd,
0: be, it'd be like my pickup line, you know. But I, I maybe my pickup line in like Oklahoma. I don't know if that'd be right. my pickup line. <laughs> right, in exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, have you had like at least one crazy experience yeah, for, for sure? Your, oh, no, is no, anything no. you could share?
2: Yeah, I could. Yeah, I could yeah. talk about it. So, I, I mean, I had been seeing someone for a while, and they were like, I thought they were really cool, and they and I basically said everything I just said. I said right at the beginning, you know, I work for. You know, I work for Daily Wire. It's like it's political commentary, mostly conservative stuff. And, uh, and you know, but we don't just do conser- like political stuff at Daily Wire, by the way. We do a couple other shows that aren't really political stuff. But, but that's why I basically said, you know, it's conservative commentary, a pretty well-known person. I even said it's Ben Shapiro, but the person didn't know who Ben was. And we dated for a while. It was like, I don't know, like two months or something. And then she really started looking into who Ben was, yeah, and it was and this was a person who purported to be like very moderate center of the road. She always said, "I'm Switzerland." she said, like there's Republicans, there's Democrats, not me, I'm in the middle, I'm Switzerland, but it very it very quickly, very quickly became obvious that her attitude was, "I don't care if you're left or right as long as you're not right,
0: you know what yeah, I mean right. like, that's there's, a, those people that's, are out there yeah, right. exactly right.
2: It's, and then like and I'm not even you know uh, like you were saying, I don't even agree with everything Ben says, but you don't have to agree with everyone. I don't agree with any other person on this planet completely. You know what I mean? No. And I definitely don't get caught up in any political personality, especially politicians. I would never, ever tie my identity or tie my experience to any specific politician. You know what I mean? I I know what I believe. I know like on specific issues, I'm never, if I agree 60% with any politician, that's like, that that's a good day, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's yeah. I don't agree, a hundred percent with anybody, let alone any politician. So I don't tie myself to any single political personality. But um, but yeah, dating. So that I mean, this girl blew up. Like she when she started finding out, she blew up. Like she started bl- throwing stuff at you. Uh, no, not quite, not quite. But like, like the social verbally, network, verbal, she, she verbal throwing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, she she kind of she uh. You know, I would ha- I hesitate to call anyone crazy, but but she kind of uh, went. It, it's, called, it's, call her crazy. Yeah, yeah, I don't I think she's watching. No, I probably not. Probably not. No. She was Ben Shapiro. He's a right wing Nazi extremist. That's whatever. always he's, an interesting. He's, he's, yeah, the right calling the Orthodox, the Orthodox Jew Nazi. <laughs> yeah. Generally, Nazis don't wear yarmulkes. Yeah, and
0: so, it's, it's a good interesting cover. But, you yeah. Know, I yeah. Mean, yeah. I, I I just think like so she blew up at you. She, were you dumped right away? Was there an ultimatum? Like you better quit that. Um, right oh yeah, matches. it was like
2: oh I could never date you while you still work there. You know you're everything that's wrong with this country. You're oh well, you kind of yeah. are. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Look, I'm not arguing that point. Come on. <laughs> there,
0: there, this is the worst thing going on in the country right now, <laughs> yeah. and, and I'm so tired of it. And both sides do it. I do think it's more prevalent on the left. I'll say. Sorry, Democrat friends. I love you. I have Democrat families that I know or family members. By the that way, know we have many
2: Democrats us. that work with us, by the way. Many liberal people that work Come on. at the deal. We do.
0: They how, don't last how, very long. I'm How do they tolerate it? I, I would be able to stand it, I would think, if I were them. Well, I mean, there's plenty of... Ben, maybe, sh- but like... I'm Noles? sure there's
2: there's plenty. I There's plenty of... Uh, first of all, just around the office, we don't talk politics very much. First what we do... Uh, we do when it's in, like, relation to content or something like that. But yeah. just, like, in our regular conversation, we talk about movies or TV. You know, we don't talk about politics that often.
0: Ben really. Shapiro's a baseball guy. I know he's a White he's Sox big fan. Bas- he's
2: a big sports fan in general. He's a yeah. big White Sox fan. He's a musician. Um, he's a yeah, man he's of music. He's also, it's astounding how much, because that guy works harder than probably anyone I've ever met in my entire life. The amount of, like, of his worth e- ethic is insane. And but it's also astounding to me that on top of that, the like how culturally relevant he stays in terms of like it, not music. He does not stay up to date on like modern music, but in terms of like TV shows and movies and books and things like that, he is like he watches every movie. He has probably seen every single movie. Some like of his best
0: videos yeah. on YouTube are the Star Wars breakdown. Oh, which yeah, for sure. You talk about agreeing with 60% being a good day. I agree with literally everything the guy has ever said about, Star, about Star Wars. Wars. It's yeah. Like, <laughs> it's, it's like, yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Every, literally everything he said is true.
2: Oh, it's so funny because he takes the contra- the most controversial opinion Ben has on anything is that he likes the prequels, is that he defends the Star Wars prequels.
0: Yeah, uh, That well, is
2: the most controversial. Very good soundtracks. That's it's what I'll the say soundtrack, the, the sound design is amazing. The scripts I mean, are preposterous.
0: <laughs> yeah, they're, they're There's some great. cool effects. It's yeah, like you know, yeah. it's like a very, it's like a Michael Bay movie in space. Yeah. So I, here's what I'll I'll ask yeah. Ben Shapiro, the guy, yeah, just the guy. Not cameras are off. Just you're yeah. sitting around the couches at the Daily Wire talking about the White Sox or whatever. Yeah, I mean, is he is he chill? Is he kind? Of, oh, he has he's a, very chill. He's considered kind of like an uptight pris by his critics. Not at all. Not, not at all. At That's not Ben
2: at all. He, yeah. I will say he, he talks a lot. So he has a really good job. You get him started on something and he will talk.
0: His words per minute is very, yeah, he, you know, elitely epic. Yeah. He,
2: um, he, he, yeah, you get him on a subject, something he cares about, and he will talk a lot. He's very funny. He's like a very funny, very personable guy, very nice guy. And I'll say this too, this is probably a side that people don't see a lot. Ben is like one of the most generous people I've ever met in my life. And we spend a lot of time, uh, like after we've gotten the regular work done for the day, we spend a lot of time doing like outreach things, fan things that we, we don't have to do, you know, that he doesn't have to do. But he He doesn't, wants broad, to do. he
0: doesn't seem to broadcast it much.
2: No, this, he, like we do. We'll do like a lot of personal messages or things like that or um, or just do things for fans or do things to help you. He, ben is like one of the most generous people who really actually cares a lot about people and he cares about helping people. Um, and, you know, Ben's a very religious guy. And so when someone is sort of struggling with their faith or someone is sort of dipping their toe in, um in, in their faith or rediscovering things, he is very animated in terms of helping people along their journey. You know what I mean? And uh, he'll, you know, he'll send, he'll, he'll buy books for people and send it to them in the mail, things that he thinks would, would, help them or help them, you know, things that he thinks they should read or things like that. He's a very generous, very hardworking guy who actually, he was like very sweet.
0: Is he demanding he, of you guys, the, the workers in his uh, um, army there?
2: Because he's, thre- he's
0: threatened you on the ZipRecruiter He threatens ads, me <laughs> on ZipRecruiter every other day. <laughs> he ben you on ben publicly today. threatens me yeah. regularly. I, I mean, not everyone's watching this live, but, you know, we're recording this on a Monday night. And if you have to go back and look at the, the Monday, September 14th, Episode of the Ben Shapiro show, Nick gets shredded at like the 18 minute mark in the Zipper Burger yeah. ad read. But yeah, so that's not the real guy. That's the uh, he's not really threatening. No, he's not.
2: And, I'd say ben, ben is um, he does not get angry very often. He hires people to get angry for him,
3: you know what I mean? Yeah, around the yeah, office, fair enough. Enough. <laughs> yeah, he fair, yeah.
2: He is not a very angry, but ben, ben, I've never seen Ben around the office like yell at anyone or get pissed when when Ben gets uh, upset. He just gets quiet. You know what I mean? He would never ever yell at someone. And he mostly when mostly when he gets upset, it's just because like there's some technical glitch and he has to be there for twenty minutes longer than he would have. You know what so I mean? So he's not doing yeah.
0: like the Amy Colbushar, like take her shoe off and no, start throwing No, He would it at never, he would never do it. We actually yeah.
2: we don't really have anyone like that at the office. We've got a pretty smooth operation. Yeah. And uh we've We've never had anything like that what's
0: so. what's up and Ben's flagging us down here i gotta ask yeah. is he a perfectionist um he's
2: i don't know I don't think you could call him a perfectionist he's he's like a workaholic, but I don't know maybe high standards if high standard a high standards okay. but yeah. i don't I don't know if you would call him a perfectionist in that like I feel like part of perfectionism is like. Doing something over and over and over again, wanting to get it perfectly right. You know what I mean? That's not really him. That's not really his
0: attitude. High standards, but not a, a psychopath. High standard, I yeah. Had to ask, yeah. No, you can jump at any time. No, for sure. This yeah. is a free format. Yeah. I, I I tackled the the dating scene. You said yeah. you've you've been blown up at. Is that safe? Yeah. To say? And I wish I
2: had. I wish I could remember more interesting parts of that story because there definitely were. Uh, if it comes to you, can
0: let me know. Yeah, yeah, we were, got you here for a people
2: have people have shared their opinions for sure. Pretty, okay, pretty so strongly. it's been a problem, but pretty you, strongly.
0: You and I have a background here in Michigan. Yeah, we've known each other for a while. Now. Known each other for a while. Yeah. Now we were there at different times, but you and I attended probably the most liberal high school in the state of Michigan. Um, Cranbrook Kingswood DC, yeah, maybe I mean our Country Day.
2: Yeah, it's. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I don't know if I, you could call it that, but you don't think liber- Cranbrook
0: is liberal? Mean, mean, yeah, I mean, sort of like that's our, a whole other show. Of like, that's a whole other show.
2: That's yeah. That I mean, the teachers at Cranbrook were a little more like college professors. You know what I mean? Yes. And so they were a little. I'd say they were probably like more in tune with that kind of like collegiate liberal mindset. Than a standard high school. You know what I mean? This but is in terms
0: the most of, sanitized way of putting it, Nick. It yeah. was an extremely liberal, it an extremely <laughs> liberal oh, school. It was an extremely liberal school. It was an extremely liberal school. Actually, yeah, some of the, one of our former teachers over there is actually watching right now. I know for a fact, but I'll let you know after who that is. No, but I'm it, very it, 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 is a, it is a liberal school. The point of what I'm getting to is this. We. We're growing up in what I would argue is a pretty liberal bubble. I mean, I've always... Um, yeah, I think so, yeah. I, I mean, we were there at different times, but that was certainly my experience. I'll speak for my experience. Yeah, okay. Yeah, sure. It's you know, obviously, because you want to push back on this Kramer thing because you're worried you're going to offend somebody. I get it. You I'm know? not it's, worried about offending people at all. <laughs> I know. I know. Just, I'll say but, it might... No, keep going. No, no, right. I just... But what I want to ask is, you, you had at least some good liberal friends, liberal background. You went to University of Michigan, correct? Yeah. Sorry, Ann Arbor's a little liberal. It's a little you, bit liberal. This has been your track. Yeah, has it affected your friendships and family at all? Doing the whole conservative Daily Wire thing.
2: I but, remember being much more. And by, by the way, I'm like pretty moderate in general. Like I'm, I'm not. I'm but not I'm not talking about the association. I'm talking about the association. Yeah, association with Ben. The guilt by association
0: um, has that been an issue? We've talked about the girlfriend thing. Out. Yeah, in LA. I mean, just among
2: friends, it, you know, it doesn't really come up that much. Um, but to the people, I mean, honestly, I'll say if it's a supreme problem with any of my friends who I work for or the company I work at, if that's like a supreme problem for them, like I understand, you know, people have to do whatever they need to do to, to be able to get along. But, um, you know, no offense, but, you know, I'm probably better off. You know what I mean? I like I'm probably yeah. I probably didn't really need to be friends with you that much anyway. If if that's a supreme issue enough for you that you say you don't want to be friends with me anymore. you know That's fine.
0: I was in a yeah. heated debate with somebody we know we both know was in Les Miserables oh, I think with I know you about. and is still, by the way, a good friend of mine. Yeah. And I stand by that. She's a good friend of mine. I but know she, exactly. She, oh, well, yeah, I'm not going to name her because, you know, she's still a friend. will be nice. A friend but, of mine, too. Yeah, a friend of yours, too, so far as I know. And she's a great person. Great person. Seriously. I love her. But she did have, which I took issue with. This isn't like talking minor back. We had a very public discussion about this that anybody could have read. My account's yeah. actually public. That uh, she had something on her Facebook. This is. I'm sorry if you're ever watching this. Don't say this isn't exactly verbatim what I said, Justin. But I'm paraphrasing something to the effect of, it, it was. It was right after the casting issue. I can't remember who it was. Was it The Little Mermaid? Or it was. I can't remember. Which was a non-issue. But there yeah. was a. There was a. White actress that was starring, uh, I think maybe Scarlett Johansson, oh, who was going to be starring who was as, cast a, as like an
2: Asian person, as maybe? a disabled person. Oh, a dis- oh,
0: okay, something to that effect. Yeah, and 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 there was there was a whole controversy. There was this whole discussion on Facebook because there's no better place to have a political argument than Facebook. Everybody That's knows true. That. It's, it's the, the it's the, the only paradigm. way to
2: go. It's the epitome of political it forum.
0: Always ends yeah. well. Yeah, it is. It is people, the so many
2: minds are changed and so yeah. many like people. Yeah. Yeah, Facebook's so, known for bringing people together. But
0: her her opinion was in so many words that white people cannot play anybody that's not white in a movie, which is okay. That's fine. Whatever, yes, I'm fine sure. with that. Yeah. But like, it can go the other way. So like, if you're you know a black person, an Asian person, whatever, that you can play a white a white person. And all I said was, I don't get how that makes any sense. That was my only take. I said, I don't get it's It's inconsistent. And she had a thing where basically, if you aren't okay with a non-white person playing a white person unfriend me now basically it was the whole like unfriend me now thing that if you're if you're if you're yeah, not okay which is
2: maybe the most annoying sentence but a lot of people <laughs> go that route it's a lot the of worst people go thing that ever. route yeah and, and you
0: know and, and she was she was saying doing the whole kind of like condescending i pray that someday you learn to understand this issue better which is just great yeah. it's like it's not that like maybe i, just I pray a,
2: for you a lot specifically it, but me it's me not
1: it? in regards yeah.
2: to that
0: is there anything <laughs> worse is there anything worse than when people like play the whole like you don't get it, but I hope that one day you yeah, will. Yeah, but it I, I
2: it. say it sometimes just to piss people off. Them. Well, that's your <laughs> yeah. sole goal. Yeah, if that's your sole I goal. I guess it's effective. But I think like, I said stuff like that to that girl one time, to the girl well, I was dating, and to and piss we, her off at some go. point. I mean, because when can, you get called a Nazi enough times, you just start like well my
0: arg- My argument was, and that thing in particular, was just like, I'm fine either way. I'm fine with like... A white guy should play a white guy, like a black guy should play a black guy. I'm fine if like that's how you want to cast. I, I have yeah, a production sure. company, you know, I cast a full scale way. I mean, yeah,
2: like it was pretty ridiculous when John Wayne played Genghis Khan. Yeah, that's like a that little. It's a little. Ridiculous. It's a little silly. It's a little bit. But, but if yeah. you're
0: going to open it up, I'm okay with that too. My issue is like the inconsistency. So it's like okay, we're either having completely like gender racial, you know, blind casting where anybody can play anybody. Yeah. Or we try to keep it more like kind of traditional and old school where it's like, look, maybe Jackie Chan shouldn't play Abraham Lincoln. Like, you know, and and whatever. Yeah. But just be consistent was my only thing. But I was told that it is worthy of ending a friendship. Now that calm down and everyone's happy and everyone's friendly. But I was told that if I didn't change my mind or shut up, that the friendship was basically over for what I think is a defensible take that I stand by now. (laughs) Like, have you ever faced that really where people are like, just just back down from this, or we're we're not friends because you're working for their devil. That's like their devil, Ben Shapiro.
2: Right. Yeah. I mean, wait, by the way, anyone who's who Ben Shapiro is their devil clearly does not watch or understand Ben Shapiro. They just They're, read like they, headlines. They just, read, and stuff. They just yeah. watch like uh, Hassan Piker or someone <laughs> yell at him for yeah. like six minutes, and right, then right. they d- decide that that's or they take you know the entire you know repertoire of all everything he's ever said and find the three worst things he's ever said yep. and uh and you know take that as proof positive that that defines his entire soul you know what i mean so anyone who's is that worked up but um you know i i haven't i'll say no one that i really care about in my life cuz i have like a very core group of people that i actually care about and um no one that i really care about at least to my face has ever Made it an issue, you know what I mean? Maybe they have an issue, and
0: because he's yeah. had family members in his family famously, I brought this up pre-show. <laughs> my favorite movie as a kid, yeah, Matilda, yeah, the cute little. I've actually never seen it. You've never seen? I Matilda? read the book. The book's, good too, the book's wrote good too, She though she's so cute and she's giving yeah. little hair with a little bow in her hair and a little ribbon. Yeah. And she's a, she's just a little doll. It's like little Mara Wilson. She was in Mrs. Doubtfire, and yeah. or his goddamn kids too. And it's just yeah, she's she's just adorable. Yeah. And I never knew until like a year ago that she was Ben Shapiro's first, first cousin, cousin. First cousin. Yeah. First, first cousins. cousins. Yeah. And you can actually kind of see it now, when you look at her like you see the relationship. Then yeah. <laughs> you look at her yeah. like now that she's grown up, and she kind of does look like him. But she has come out and flat out said, basically, like, you can't pick your family. I'm glad that I can disown this person. Wow. And it's like, it's it's little Matilda. And that's, he's first cousins with Matilda. And it's like, I just think it's so interesting that he's so polarizing because it reminds me a lot. Do you watch Jordan Peterson at all? Yeah, sure. Yeah. A big fan of Jordan Peterson. He's great. Uh, He's just fantastic and intellectual and similar. And also
2: like very generally like not that political of a person. Is mostly, really mostly just really interested in helping people.
0: That seems to be his M.O. Yeah. But and, you know, he he has dipped his toes in the politics, but it's more about kind of like rights and things like that than it is straight up like Republican issues or issues. It's more issues. about
2: rights and also rights and responsibilities like focusing on working on yourself. Right. You know what I mean? But
0: my point is Jordan Peterson yeah. gets that sort of similar flack where it's like he's called a member of the alt-right. He's called a Nazi. And it's like if you actually watch these people. I don't like. I don't know where the Nazi sentence is in the lecture. I mean, yeah, Jordan Jordan Peterson
2: is like a Canadian conservative, which is like an American like moderate Democrat. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, he's not like
0: a hard right winger by any means.
2: Yeah, he also is just. I mean, specifically, this is like tangential at this point, but he's much. Jordan is much more about like exploring ideas than he is about taking a hard line stance on anything. I think. Yeah. It's but in, in sort of day to day political things, not on like basic rights, he takes very hard stances on fundamental rights and fundamental principles and things like that, but sort of day to day policy politics things he's not he's not gonna you know, lose sleep over any.
0: Have you guys like I, I know you're on the production side with the Ben yeah. Shapiro show. You're you're yeah. more like on the technical production side. I get that. I know you're not in the business side. Not office. just technical.
2: Yeah. Oh well, yeah, you uh, well, can yeah.
0: Cra- Feel free to correct me. You know what you do more than I
2: do. But... well I it's 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 technical and then some of the creative uh okay. side. Yeah. But yeah. not the business side. You're not like not really on numbers. the business side. You're no. not dealing with No like, I deal with some of it, but I'm not really making any of those decisions. Have
0: I, you guys had pressure that you're aware of from companies to pull out of advertising you have a number of advertisers over the years i know media matters likes to come after conservative outlets particularly like hannity tucker carlson has been targeted yeah i believe you've been targeted as well is that something you guys feel is that something that's on your radar i
2: can't really speak to that but i will say people that definitely that's a tactic that yeah people have started using people that are inclined to not like us as a company uh going after people's advertisers is a pretty common tact. So you, um,
0: you haven't really seen it firsthand there.
2: Well, I, I just can't really speak to any of that stuff because it's not really my area of the company. Fair enough. But yeah.
0: Cancel culture. Is that real? Is that a... Cancel culture is absolutely real. You buy it. I, yeah. I buy it too. It's people, real. People people think that it's that's real. like... People... It's controversial. Yeah. It, it's I've been told that it, it's nothing. You know, I, I, I had... Well, I it's, it's a... It is a... You, you have to define your terms on like
2: what cancel culture is, but... Definitely, there are people that will try to, um, and frankly, it seems like a pretty one-sided thing. But there were, there are, there are groups of people that will attempt to outsize people from polite society based on like fairly um, sort of arbitrary reasons and uh, re- and standards that are not universally applied by any means.
0: Um, I had John Wharton on my show about. Almost two weeks ago now. It was his second appearance with me. He was a longtime Red Wings trainer for yeah. years. Really a smart, interesting guy. The most watched show we've ever had. That episode, and if you add up the clips of it in the whole show, has over 50,000 views. By far, yeah. our number one show. It took off, went viral. Great guy. He is a hardcore, mega Donald Trump guy. Okay. And unapologetic, open. He attends rallies, posted on his social media with Trump. Not a hateful guy. I've never, you know, the, the myth is that like if you love Donald Trump, you're absolutely a racist or right? like the guy is actually very socially liberal, which is sort of interesting, yeah. like and was for a long time and has been the entire time I've known him, which is quite a while now. But I the first time I had Wharton on, he's, he's very open about his past, longtime alcoholic in recovery, you know, had issues with, you know, booze throughout his his life and was sort of an absentee father for a period. He's totally open about this. Not outing it. We talked about it on the episode the first time. And there were people that when they found out that he was appearing on my show, were the first time more so than this, the second time, were so mad. They find out that this Donald Trump supporter is going on the air. They were pulling up like his old mugshot when he missed his child support payments like 15 years ago when he was like oh, basically on. on the verge of dying. He was in such bad alcohol. It just He was like in a ditch basically. Yeah. And he has said, I own my mistakes. He's he's a successful, uh, self-employed contractor now. He's building houses and decks and bathrooms. Really smart, skilled guy. I, I mean, Ben, you were here with him. Great guys. That's a... Like, nicest guy. Yeah, nicest the nicest guy. guy. Yeah. Just so laid back and nice. And like, he told me when he left, like, hey, you ever need anything? You know, let me know. I'm happy to help you. You know, we happy to come back. Whatever, salt of the earth guy. He just happens to really like Donald Trump. I don't really like Donald Trump all that much. I mean, <laughs> to be honest, he's yeah. not my cup of tea. There's a lot
2: not to like. I didn't vote for. I didn't <laughs>
0: vote for him. And yeah. Donald Trump is next on my docket with you. We're gonna we're gonna unpack that. But okay. I, but that was a perfect example of cancel culture where I had people that were followers of my show. Some people that just didn't like my show. But they were so they were coming after me too for having had him. There was there were people on Twitter that were just unloading on me, like talking about my wife and stuff like that, because I'm having this Trump guy on, who we weren't there to talk about how great Donald Trump was, although even if we were, who cares? Like, Yeah. And it comes to this whole thing where anytime you say, I mean, free speech, let's say, I I like free speech principles, and people say, oh, you know, it's not the Constitution. We're not talking about the Bill of Rights. Like, I, I get that. No one is saying that, that Congress is going to pass some law infringing upon my right to have John Wharton on. But I do believe in not just straight First Amendment rights, but the spirit of the First Amendment, which goes beyond congressional authority where, okay, I know you can't literally arrest me for having a Donald Trump guy on, but I think the country, the culture would be far better off if they embraced First Amendment principles where I can passionately disagree with you, yeah, But because you have someone on that disagrees with my point of view, even vehemently, I'm not going to try to end your career or invoke family attacks on you or post something from this guy's life 16 years ago that he's atoned for. Guy has a yeah. wonderful relationship with his kids and his ex-wife.
2: Yeah. Well, it's, it's it's the strangest thing that people will very arbitrarily decide what's outside of the Overton window. The Over- <laughs> so the Overton window is like <laughs> yes. is the... the, the Explain the, for those that don't know the, what the Overton, Overton window, window is. The Overton window is a term that, that uh, means the range of ideas that are sort of welcome in polite society. So like things that are very much out of the Overton window is like, you know, being an ethno nationalist, like white supremacist, or something like that, and um, what what used to be outside the Overton window on the left would be something like communism or something like that. You know, at, at times that's been outside the Overton window, not really now at this point. But um, uh, but so people will very arbitrarily decide. People don't get that, like you know, like I said, I don't care for Trump very much either. Uh, I don't get attached to any political personality. Like I said, I, um. I care much more about first principles and honestly, day to day politics is very um, it's sort of like not just I understand it's very important to a lot of people, but it's not as interesting to me. I care much more about first principles and like the sort of philosophical underpinnings of things. But, um, but I'll say like people. Um, well, Trump supporters, that's like half the country. Yeah, it's like roughly half the country. Yeah. And, and many people have decided that half the country now operate outside the Overton window. It's not exactly half the country. It might be more or less. People say he lost the popular vote, but that's not a fair assessment of his base of support. But people will say that being a Trump supporter at all is outside the Overton window. And then, like you said, with your friend will very arbitrarily decide who now should be the target of what is essentially like mob justice. Yes. What is essentially mob justice and and they will go after people just because that person not based on any sort of standard of decency, not based on uh you know not based on what this person specifically has done in relation to all other people, but just because this person happens to be in front of me right now. I'm aware of this person. Yes. And this person says something that that I ridiculously deem is should be outside the bounds of polite society. So they'll go after people and, you know, there's a strange phenomenon where when you're acting in a group that you can disassociate your actions and 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 uh, and apply that to sort of a group action that you can like disassociate your responsibility it's mob mentality, from,
1: it's, mob mentality. One, really. it's exactly
2: yeah so yeah. people will do something on social media and you know think that oh it's just a drop in the bucket or whatever or sort of flippantly disregard someone because they can't actually see that person and they don't actually it is sort of like weird like sociopathic behavior because you are completely disassociating yourself from any level of empathy with another human being and um And they will do things that might be a drop in a bucket, but eventually that bucket fills up and people's lives can be ruined completely by arbitrary standards. They have been. Yeah, people's lives have been ruined and will continue to be ruined as long as this stuff happens. Uh, But people people don't realize that when you contribute to that, that you are like you're severely impacting someone's life for a completely arbitrary and immoral standard of why you're going after this person generally there are some people that i would say no one deserves mob justice there there are some people that people go after that deserve actual justice enacted upon them for whatever they've done like a harvey weinstein character or something yeah. like that no one's crying no one deserves it. mob justice okay that's just it's we figured that out it's it's human nature to want to do stuff like that but we figured out that if we're going to work together as people to you know make a society where people's rights are insured and where we can get along and like live free and, and try to pursue happiness in whatever way we see that as, we can't. We just it, you can't do things like that.
0: Are you familiar? Oh, sorry, you no, can finish. No, I'm I'm done. Are you familiar with the famous moment in the presidential debate between George H. W. Bush and Michael Dukakis, where The moderator asked, they were talking about capital punishment, and Mm -hmm. Dukakis, the Democrat, is typical liberal view on it, anti-capital punishment, does not like the death penalty. George H.W. Bush liked it. So the moderator throws to Dukakis, says, if your wife, Kitty Dukakis, was bound and raped and murdered, would you not support the death penalty? And Dukakis kind of garbled it and fell on his face, and that was sort of that moment where it was considered the election was lost for him. He just didn't have a good answer. He came off as weak. And, and came off like he wasn't defending his own wife, who in this hypothetical had the worst thing ever happened to her. I always said there was a better way to answer that. Now, this is 15 years after the fact that I was first studying this and I had time to think yeah. about it. I wasn't on the, the stage. But the right answer to that is not saying, you know, oh, uh, yeah, I would feel sorry, but, um, yeah, we still can't kill him. Like, you can't, you can't just flub yeah. that. The right answer is, you know what? Mr. Moderator, I would want to strangle the guy. I would want to cut that guy's throat. I would want the worst thing to happen to him. I would dream about the terrible things I would do for retribution every minute of my life until I died. Yeah. But it's not my job to make that decision. Right. It's someone else's. You have to be detached from it. You can't have the emotional person make that make that decision. And this I we talked about with you. Losing friends, apparently you haven't lost some because I have. And for I, every for every
2: friend that I've lost, I've gained five. So, well, that's
0: good. Yeah. I, mine's the other way. For every one I gain, I lose five. But that's <laughs> why my, my circle keeps shrinking. But it's actually been much better. I, I kind of like a smaller circle. It's, you know, fewer people bugging me. Mm-hmm. But I there was one incident in particular where there were it's a white supremacist march. I don't know. I can't remember if it was Charlottesville or not. Obviously, a terrible situation anti any white supremacist march i, I yeah i think we can all agree on that's that. a given I mean, like if you, any person of decency but there was an issue in a circle of friends that i had some still have where people were throwing bricks and punching these protesters i guess i mean they're yeah. scumbags too and my punching the like the nazi guys the punching it, the nazi okay, guys yeah, yeah. and what i said in this group chat was like look I am not going to shed a single tear for the Nazi that got hurt. I don't care. But you, you use the phrase in a polite society, in a law-abiding society, we can't in good faith endorse throwing bricks at people because you know then you get into like, okay, what is a Nazi? Maybe that guy was a Nazi. But if you yeah. start saying it's okay to literally kill or severely maim somebody yeah. that you disagree with politically – You're opening up Pandora's box. You can not feel sorry for the guy that got a brick thrown at him. You can say, you know, what, probably had it coming. But if you can't take the legal position, the social position that we should not even prosecute someone that does that. You have to prosecute
2: it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have to. It's it's. Um. Listen, I get it. I would love to... It would feel very good to punch a Nazi oh, in the face. Oh, I'm with you. It would feel yeah. very, very good yes. as a Jewish person. <laughs> yeah.
1: It would, it would
2: feel very <laughs> yeah. good. Yeah. I would feel very satisfied on a personal level. Yes. But here's the thing. What, what a lot of people don't get is we make rules as a society to figure out how we can all get along. And the rules that you make... the, the, the One of the beauties of the system that we set up in the United States is I think it is one of the best systems where it doesn't really matter that much who is holding the reins of power it doesn't really matter that much because the system of checks and balances that we've set up if you get one weak link it will get checked and also it will get replaced pretty soon yes it doesn't re- it takes a lot to move the the gears of
1: it's of built our for government. gridlock
2: it's built for gridlock it yeah. takes a lot to move the gears and it takes a lot to move us in any direction And usually we can course correct before things get too far. The rules that you make, they need to be applicable in all contexts. You can't give one person power that you don't want someone else to have. Because eventually someone else is going to have it. So in terms of free speech, like I said, I would love to punch a Nazi in the face. There's a lot of people I would love to punch in the face. Nazis, very high on that list.
3: Yeah, But once you start
2: regulating someone's speech, you have to be very, very careful about what you're regulating. Because once you decide that we want to give the people that rule over us the power to decide what we can and can't say, once you give them that power, who's to say who's going to wield that power in the future? Who's to say that the person who decides what people can say now is not going to be someone else in the future. And, you know, there are a lot of people right now that would really like to censor people's speech. And like you were talking about with cancel culture are using sort of mob justice to try to go after people's speech and are literally using like literally mob tactics, terrorist tactics, using, using threats and violence to try to, um, get people in a state of fear to be afraid of everything that they're saying. People are saying, I want you to be afraid of what you think. Yes. I want you to be afraid of what you think. I want you to be afraid to say it. And I'm trying, and I'm going to scare you to the point where you'll just shut up and let us take over and let us be in charge and rule over you. Well, as soon as you give that power up, as soon as you give that power up to the people that rule over you, it's, it's
0: game over, man. It's I, game over. I had people that were trying with John Wharton the first time again. I didn't really get pulled back the second time. The first time we're trying to block it before it even happened because we, as we normally do, like we did with you, we teased it a few days in advance. You know, here's who's coming out in a few days. And I was getting destroyed for having this guy just because he was a Trump fan. I mean, yeah. they were trying to get us. To say, you know, no mas, wave the white flag. Which, luckily, like, you can't really cancel me. Like, I'm running my own thing here. Right. You know, I'm a owner of the company I work for, so you can't really cancel me. It's the same thing. Yeah. You know, people with Clay Travis, who you know, we've talked about Clay Travis a few times on this show in the past, but he comes on our show a lot. Yeah, Clay. Clay, And I like Clay. I I disagree with plenty that Clay says I think he can be kind of an ass in his own regard, but is a very talented guy, and I I like a lot of what he does. But, you know, he owns his company. I mean, he has some tie-ins with Fox, absolutely. But at the end of the day, he has a multi-million dollar company that he started that he runs, and I think there's power in that. But it's like my thing with this, and we're seeing it a lot in sports too, but I think the key is you just got to say no. And not enough people... Are willing to just say no. It's it's. I'm going to give. I'm I'm going to try to. I'm going to come out and
2: apologize for what I said, even though I don't really believe the apology. That's I the believe worst in apologies if you if if, it's if you've done it, something you wrong. Yeah. yeah. If you've done something wrong, because people make mistakes. People yeah. make mistakes all the time. I've made plenty. I'm sure you've made plenty. Yeah, one or and, two. And, yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. And um, years ago, they were big though.
3: Yeah, they're, they're huge. They're, yeah. Yeah. Make big. But, yeah. Make big. make them big. to make them big. Yeah, do it. But the point
0: is, like, I'm not anti. That's the thing with Donald Trump. It's like you'd be so much better off if you just showed 5% humility. Not weakness, but just like a little bit of humility. That's one
2: thing that he is severely lacking in. It there are many things that he's severely lacking in, but he he cannot admit he's
0: wrong about no,
3: anything. No, ever, ever, anything, ever, even ever, when ever.
0: it's obvious. And, you know, for all the, the crap that Republicans heaped on Obama, I could find 10 videos where uh, on YouTube, I've seen them, I've watched them, where he was like, yep, you know, did the best we could with the information we had at the time, you know, had I had a chance to look back and do that differently, I would have. He's done that before yeah. with things he's said, with things he's handled. And you can say whatever you want about Obama. I happen to think he was unfairly maligned in a number of ways by the right. I, I don't think he was yeah, no doubt. half as bad as his critics say. He had legitimate concerns with him. He was treated with kid gloves. But I think he was a good person. I, I really do. I, I know your your boss wrote a book about how he basically should be arrested. I, so I get that there's the other perspective, but at least for whatever you can say about him, there's some tapes I can pull where he's like, I wish I would have done that a little differently. Yeah. We don't have that from Donald Trump, but at least like once in a while, apologize if you do something bad, that's fine. Once in a while, you got to push back a little bit and just tell people no and no one's willing to say no anymore. No it's it's like everyone just folds up tent. And that's that's where my concern is like we're we're moving into a direction where all I have to do to change your mind is not have a better idea than you, not propose something better. I just have to intimidate you. Yeah. I just have to scare you. Yeah. That's not good for the country. Yeah. That's bad for us.
2: Ultimately the the only way to spread your ideas is you need to just put your ideas out in the you know the free market of ideas the marketplace and of it, ideas. the marketplace of ideas yes. and if your ideas are good they will win out and yes. all these people have started saying like well it's but the game's not rigged the, the, the game's rigged now the game's rigged because i've put out my ideas but the other ideas are winning well maybe it's time to start reassessing your ideas people think that they need to institute these violent intimidation tactics because their ideas are not winning out. So now they're saying, by any means necessary, my ideas will spread. Well, if your ideas are not holding water out in the free market of ideas, then maybe it's time to reassess. I will say there are, you know, it does exist that there are people that will play to people's most base emotions and they will get people to act out of fear, they will get people to act out of anger. But there are people, you know, that I mean, it it exists, it happens, but ultimately, I think people over the course of time think with their heads, and I have a lot more you know, humanity has a lot of base problems, but I think in the end, people will think with their heads, you know and and the good and the, generally, yeah, the good ideas inevitably will win out, hopefully, if you foster a system. Where those ideas can be spread in a peaceful way, you know what I mean. I, people I, won't be intimidated to think
0: things, and and I think that's a that concept is a large reason why Donald Trump won in twenty sixteen. Is there's this perception out there which is just bizarre. I've never understood it. I know a ton of Trump voters, none of them have reflected this. There's a perception out there that Trump uh, awakened the quiet racist nationwide and that was why he won that there was that's ridiculous. half the country's racist and they were just waiting for their torchbearer. If if you really think half
2: the country is racist, then you should run. You should get out of here. A lot of people do. I, I know a but lot of people think that you, sh- you should get a, out of here. That's, 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 not that's a, a dangerous place to be.
0: It's not a, it's not a fringe place to be though. That, that's yeah. like, that's the town square on, on the left right now. And it's bizarre because I know I Trump voters in my friendship circle, in my family and I haven't, I'm not hearing them like drop the N word. I wouldn't be hanging out with them if they did. I would have nothing to do with them because I don't have any time for that. I've been socially liberal basically my whole life. So it's like, if anyone's out there in this Trump circle uh, talking trash about uh, uh, some minority group or something, it's like they, I would disown them immediately. So I don't, I don't get that. I, I don't see where that's coming from. So I don't see that. I think he had an effective approach and he was, and this is not something a lot of people know, he was going to even small little conservative radio shows like in small towns and listening. I got this directly from Roger Stone, who was on my show, his original campaign manager that talk about a, a firecracker, Roger yeah. Stone. That's a whole other kettle of worms. Yeah. But Roger Stone told me off air that Trump was listening to little town conservative radio shows now he was listening to limbaugh and watching hannity and listening to hannity's radio show too but he was listening to what they were saying and they felt that they had been disenfranchised by not just the democrats not just barack obama but the politicians that yeah. they were forgotten that mitt romney another cranbrook guy like you and i yeah was seen as you know highfalutin and you know this he's a billionaire you know it's like he, he doesn't need us he was sort of a limousine Republican. Yeah, yeah. And they felt that they had been kind of forgotten and, and neglected. Yeah. And he
2: spoke to them. It wasn't racist. Well, that's one. Yeah. So that's one thing that a lot of people don't understand. We have a very large country with very many people. Yes. And we have a lot of different, um, like people live in, in many different ways all around the country. In um, it It's almost like we have, I mean, like we say, we're the United States. State means, you know, in other parts of the world, state means country. You know, we're literally like 50 different countries that are all held together with this federal system. And different people around the nation have very widely varying priorities of what they care about most. And someone in Los Angeles has extremely different priorities than someone that lives in Bismarck. Yes. Okay, Yeah, it's like, and so what a lot of people don't understand, and so many of the people that... Um, that just talk about racial politics all the time. I, f- I feel like they don't understand. A very many people in the country do not spend very much time at all obsessing over people's race. No, they don't think about.
0: People's I don't know race. anybody that does. I don't. It, do are, you?
2: I, I know, know I know many, many people, mainly on the left who upset you know, there are no but in t- your circle. Oh, in like, my circle. Are you at yeah, the bar
0: are. like sitting there talking about like black black guys or like no, Asian women or all. white dudes not. or it yeah. it's like it doesn't
2: come up? There very few people are upset. So that's one thing that people don't understand is people that are very inclined to be focused on racial politics don't understand. They say they are so focused on racial politics, and it's it's natural to um sort of innately assume that Other people's priorities are similar to your own. Mm -hmm. So if people are going out and supporting Trump, which you know I don't particularly like him, but I don't in any way look down on people that do support him. If if people are out supporting Trump, they must assume that they can assume. Well, if their priorities are similar to mine, then and I am basing my vote mainly on my racial political orientation. Then these people must be opposite me. So they must be racist. When in reality, people just have different priorities. And people are not so, very many people do not spend their, they do not view the world through a lens of race. And that's how a lot of people would like to view the world right now. They like to view the world through a lens of race.
0: I feel bad. Like you see someone like Candace Owens, who again, not endorsing everything Candace Owens has ever said. So calm down. But you have someone who is, a black conservative, mm-hmm. a very, to this point, far right wing conservative. She keeps going more and more to the right. But she's told she isn't a real black person, quote. Yeah. Well, for I, having those views. I met Candace
2: recently and you've well, met Candace. Yeah. And, and she, first of all, she's very sweet. She's very a lot of people would like you to believe that she's the most evil, mean, terrible lady well, in the world. She's like you know, to believe she's that
0: she's a fire. She's a firecracker because so,
2: yeah. she'll stand up because I wouldn't say people evil, come, but she will come tough. after her very hard. Cardi B.
0: Yeah, she come, yeah. 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 I was
2: there all for the in the middle of that whole uh, row. With Cardi B, but um,
0: she was on the Sunday special. Yeah,
2: yeah, with Ben. Yeah, yeah, Re- very recently. Yeah, yeah. Uh, came out a couple. Of, everyone, go watch Sunday special. It's really good. The it's Candace really Owens one is yeah. good. Yeah. Um. So, but she's she's uh, what still what She's still a black person, right? Can we? Well, call yeah. But is, this is, she, is something she talked about on the Sunday special. Black people? Will, yeah, like when Joe Biden said, "If you don't vote for me, you're not black." Yeah, you <laughs> it's ain't black. Like, it's you like, a, ain't black. Yeah, it's, it's like yeah. what a terrible, terrible thing to say to somebody. I yeah. could you could I mean, you could hold the opinion that if you care about racial politics very much, if that's a priority for you, you could hold the opinion that you think Joe Biden's policies will be better for black Americans. But for, for the guy to come out and say something like that, I mean, that's just a t- we shouldn't be saying things like that, no, man. that's a, hor- a terrible it's a thing to thing, say, horrible, it's thing a terrible thing to say, to say that Joe Biden controls someone's blackness yeah i mean come on of all me, people too like
0: break, like man. if anybody controlled someone's blackness yeah it wouldn't be joe biden but this is but this <laughs> is one thing crazy. that
2: candace said is that yeah. i mean she and so you know i won't say it exactly right but she talked about being a black conservative she said it's not just that people don't like you it's that people want you gone you know people want they don't want you yes. to exist They don't want you to exist. They want to remove your humanity and they want to remove you from polite society because you are going against the narrative that they're trying to, to, to show. And it's a wicked thing. It's yeah, it's, it's it's really, it's it's, insidious. It it really is.
0: It's evil. I I think it is a wicked place to go. And I think it's something that what's bad for one should be bad for all. And it's a bad idea. Any way you slice it, just like someone. Whenever,
2: whenever anyone says something about Candace or Kanye or, you know, uh, any other race. There's fair criticisms on those tables. Yeah. But uh, But anyone says that, like, you know, something like that, that they hate Candace because she's a black conservative. I always say this this is obviously an ironic thing to say. I don't mean this literally. But I would say, like, yeah, isn't it frustrating when those black people won't think the way they're supposed to? Yeah, yeah, you know what right, I mean? Because right, that's absolutely. literally what you're saying. Yeah. You're, you're saying, you know, black people are supposed to think a certain way. Right. And when, someone, and when and when, one of them doesn't think that way, we need to get rid of them. Canceled. You're canceled. Right, canceled. People and, can think however they want to think. People, you know, it's so take it, try to take in all the correct information. Try to and and act as you think is right. You know, act as your worldview compels you to act.
0: Yes. I, I think that's where it needs to go. I, I think here, here's what I'll say. Ben Shapiro, your boss, has said something that I agree with wholeheartedly mm-hmm. regarding particularly the 2020 presidential election. <clears throat> yeah. We're knocking on the door. We're, what, about two months two, away? Something like a little, that, yeah. little under two months now? I mean, it's uh, like 50 days?
2: Yeah, pretty, pretty, yeah, 50 gonna, days. I think yesterday was 50 days. I knocking think. on the door. Yeah, it's going to be here any, any
0: second. Your guy has said repeatedly, all the Democrats had to do was not be crazy. Yeah. I did a political show a year ago before we had the format here with the nice cameras and the producer and yeah. the, the nice TV and everything. I did a show a year ago saying that if I were a paid consultant for the Democrats where I get a $10 million bonus if they win in 2020, November 2020, the presidential election, my number one advice would be just kind of stay a little bit more to the middle. Don't yeah. don't go into the far left lane, even if I want far left policies enacted, even yeah. if I'm a Bernie Sanders far left guy just from a strategic campaign yeah. standpoint, yeah. I wouldn't make that pitch. And now I think the Democrats whatever you think of you if you hate the cops, you love the cops, that's a whole other can of worms. But just from a strategic standpoint, my only job is to get your ass in the White House. Joe Biden, you're hiring me. My only job, I don't care about anything else, but you winning in November. What I am doing is crafting a message more towards that middle lane because I don't think this whole uh, sort of ooh, naughty, naughty approach to riots in the streets in major yeah. cities and cops being summarily executed while they're sitting there on a patrol. doing Yeah, that's just
2: happened recently.
0: Horrible. If you haven't seen the video, it's, it's yeah. disturbing it's to insane. watch. It's insane. And Biden comes out again, paraphrasing, but says something to the effect of like, oh, the violence has got to stop. And it's like, no, like you got to call it what it is. It is people in a very specific sect. Of this country. Yeah. The 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 far left, the BLM movement that is doing this stuff in the same way that Trump had a enormous failing by saying, oh, the whole both sides argument. Like, this guy was bad. This guy was bad. It's like, no. A guy that loves you that's on the far right that is basically a confederate mowed down a protester in the street. Yeah. That was bad. Yeah. Say that that right wing guy was bad. That yeah. these views are uh, evil. Don't. it's yeah. Don't. Despite
2: the fact that people majorly misattribute what Trump said that day, he still did not handle that day very well. No, P- it's people, misused now. Hey, yeah, it's misused now. He did. He, Trump was, that was arguably one, like, one of the worst days for Trump. Uh, was the stuff that way he handled top that? Three. Yeah, yeah t- definitely top three. Yeah, But I mean, the way that Biden has handled all of, you know, the violence and everything that's going on right now, it's yeah. just the fact that he comes out and says, um, and by the way, I'm not talking about like, I'm not talking about what I think is right. I'm just talking about, you know, from a strategic standpoint. That's what we're talking about. We're talking about from a strategic standpoint. This is not so much my opinion, but I mean, Joe Biden really... Shot himself in the foot with what he did there. I mean, every time one of those videos comes out of people getting harassed at restaurants, people getting screamed at. Did you you see all these videos? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, People, if you refuse to put up the the power fist or whatever, that people are going to scream at you and accost you. People are going to verbally assault you, knock your table over, trash your restaurant. Yes. You know, if every time one of those videos comes out, a hundred Trump supporters are born. Right. Like every time that out happens spite. out of spite, yet yeah, people, people that are just saying like, well, whatever side that is, I'm not on that side. You know what I mean? Whatever ridiculous thing Trump says, they'll deal with it. As long as it means I'm against those people. I'm sitting
0: that, here yeah. 49 days away from the election. Yeah. I did not vote top of the ticket in 2016. I could not vote for either of them. Hillary Clinton. Donald Trump did not meet my threshold for who should be president of the United States from a character standpoint, not more so than even policies. I'm sitting here 49 days away from making this same douche or turd decision that I faced four years ago. And everyone talks about, and I used to say this, I said this my whole life up until four years ago. Oh, no one's really undecided going into the debates. Like, you got to be who are these assholes on CNN? You know, they always bring out like the panel of dopey people that are like, you know, oh, undecided voters. Who do you think won, I Ronald? Like,
2: I feel like fifty percent of the people going into the debate this time are going to be undecided. I am
0: Ronald. I used yeah. to make fun of Ronald. Right. You know, there is always that, that dumb like Ronald from Delaware. What did you think of the the debate? Oh, I don't know. Well, he made a good point there, but dude, then again, yeah, uh, you know, Hillary said this. The, I made fun of those people as rubes. Yeah, I am the rub now.
2: Yeah, I, I was I would be like I would be pretty happy with a generally like moderate sort of like 1990s democrat winning give me you know bill. what i mean yeah give yeah. me bill minus
0: M- the, the cum minus the, on the dress. yeah minus uh,
2: like, yeah minus the rapiness yeah, so, <laughs> yeah they'll be oh, yeah. fine but but the democrats Plotically. i mean just just talking from a strategic standpoint the democrat all they like you said all they had to do is not be crazy yeah they are doing everything they can i'm 49 days this, away to I'm, throw this in the trash
0: I, my vote I'm up for grabs. Yeah. I live in Michigan. See, I, you're probably registered in California. I'm registered in California, so yeah. you're you're nothing. I, I mean, your no votes, one gives a shit about you. Yeah, me. you can light your ballot on fire, baby. Yeah, for all I'm in you. Michigan. My vote fucking matters. Right? It insanely. matters. Ben's vote time. matters. I don't know yeah. what Ben. Ben and I don't really talk about this stuff. I don't know where, where Ben sits on this whole thing. If he's yeah. decided, but let's but get it on record. Ben. I used to make. No. Yeah, it's up to him. Forty nine days away. The yeah. people that I made fun of my whole life. How do you not know a month right. before? Come on, every asshole knows. I don't know. And this isn't just this is the second time in a row. I don't know. I could see myself not voting top of the ticket again. I can't believe I'm going to go 12 years, you know, because I voted in 2012. It'd be 2024. 12 years between casting a vote in the election. I'm going to go. I'm going to vote down ticket. I'm not going to abstain, but I might abstain at the top of the ticket. But yeah, there's you said half the country, maybe a bit of an exaggeration. But there is a large swath. A
2: very large swath of undecided. I
0: talk to these people in my family friendship circle. There, there have never been so many undecided. Yeah. So back, and they are
2: the, very legitimately undecided. But I, I, I saying, am. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I, my, my wife, who you're friends with as well, yeah. we can, we can go say hi to her after this. She'll tell you. Yeah. I'm not just. I don't. I never lie to the cameras. Everything I say here, I tell you exactly what I feel for better or for worse. It's gotten me mm-hmm. some trouble over the years. Yeah. This is me. I don't know what yeah. I'm gonna do. But from the strategic standpoint. I'm convincible. If Joe Biden had gotten up there and said, this stuff is wrong, I want you guys to knock it off. Knock it off. Yeah. This, you do not represent me. I, I am disasso- I want nothing to do with you. In the same way that it took Donald Trump like six tries to disassociate from David Duke, he yeah. did eventually the KKK David Duke. He got there. took way too long. He took flack for that and he deserved it. And that was one of the reasons why I could never really vote for yeah. him as much as I hated him. Well horror.
2: Biden came out and he said, I, I condemn all violence and then he specifically named what, right-wing militias yeah, right wing militia and all this stuff. <laughs> right. And it's like and then everyone in the and then people said he refuses to condemn Antifa or or communist anarchist rioters or whatever. He refuses to yeah. condemn those people and then everyone in the media says Well, he said he condemns everybody, so he did condemn them. He's like, I'm going to condemn all violence, and then I'm going to specifically call out all of those people who I perceive to be politically opposite, who it won't hurt my base of—it won't touch my base of supporters to say that these people need to stop this kind of violence. It's just like you need to call it out where it's happening. Exactly. Trump needed to call it out in Charlottesville. Trump needed to call it out when David Duke was endorsing him. Biden hasn't addressed the fact um, that—what's his face? Richard Spencer has endorsed him. I I maybe he has commented it. I don't know. I didn't but, even see that. Yeah. White supremacist yeah, Richard Spencer is endorsing Joe Biden. When he endorsed Trump the first time,
0: it was yeah. it was in an entire news cycle. Another guy that got punched in the face. But yeah. But yeah, I just I don't under and that's interesting. I can't I don't know what his logic is, not that I really care to dive into the mind of Richard Yeah, Spencer, you know, I don't like but,
2: that's like I don't take anything he says very seriously. So, they're blowing
0: this, though. That's my point. Yeah, they're Just blowing if, it hard. your job is I mean, to get him
2: elected, what are they doing? Completely free of, of my sort of opinions about things. Just my, well, it's, it's my opinion of how people perceive what's going on right now. Yes. The worst thing he did was pick Kamala Harris as his running Made
0: mate. no sense. It made absolutely Not no carry sense. going state for you. And Kamala
2: is, you know, very many politicians are very cynical liars Kamala Harris is like is like first string cynical liar. She is like and, and she had literally just been slamming Biden as a racist who wanted to who didn't want her to go to a desegregated school. Right. And now she refuses to answer the question. And then she comes out and says and when when uh, Stephen Colbert uh, made the mistake of asking her a real question and he said, well, why did you say that um, Biden was a racist five minutes ago? And she said, well because it was a debate so you basically just said, oh because it was a bait so I, I lied yeah you know what I had, I, mean? I, like, had to, I had to
0: attack him yeah and it's and, funny because she like we said she she didn't carry a state for him California was a given It's it's on the scoreboard already everyone knows that yeah so he's not gonna he's not gonna carry California for him and she was wildly unpopular in her own primary. She's wildly
2: unpopular. unpopular. Like, her she, own people she doesn't, didn't like
0: her on the, on the Democratic side. I mean, side. Like, if
2: you're looking at it, like, very cynically and looking at, like, the racial demographics of stuff, like, Joe Biden had more black support than Kamala Harris did. So it's like, it's not like you're picking her. If you're very close, yeah. again, this is not my opinion. I don't think people should think like that. In an ideal world, we wouldn't have to think like that. No, but we're doing but the cynical strategist yeah, here. Yeah, that's cynical strategist thing, yeah. yeah, is that if you're, if you're looking at it that way, like, she doesn't change anything in that regard. And no. she's just—I mean, there's so much ammunition against her. As just like, I mean, she is just—she's
0: terrible. Yeah, I—I I I mean, I, I find her so unpalatable. It's funny because I—I am I'm, I'm just like a, nowhere near the intellect, but I'm just like Jordan Peterson. Where I'm like this moderate, like left-leaning, even on some things, and I get accused of being right-wing just because, like, right. you're, you're almost accused of being right-wing if you're not like Joe Rogan, who is a left-leaning moderate at best. You supported Bernie Sanders. Maybe even flat out liberal at this point. I mean, he's very pro-Second Amendment. Other than that, that guy's a Democrat. And people call him like an alt-right guy. I've been accused of being a far right-wing guy just because I don't think Donald Trump is like the worst thing that's ever happened to all of mankind. I think he's a deeply flawed guy, didn't vote for him, probably not voting for him again. I mean,
2: I think we can all agree that like ideally he wouldn't be president. No, it's not (laughs) an
0: idea. It's a departure from the ideal that Donald Trump was president. Sorry, sorry, John. Sorry, John. Yeah, but he's not. He's not great. There's some problems. I think he's been horrible for the discourse. I, I here's let's get down the brass tacks with him. And for the record, I've only made one political donation in this cycle, and it was for a Democrat. My sweetheart, Tulsi Gamble. Wow. I love oh, Tulsi. I love, I love Tulsi. Yeah. Who but does, she, who
2: doesn't love Tulsi? I yeah. mean, she's obviously not perfect, but, you know. who? I
0: like Tulsi. Tulsi. Keep us out of the wars, you know. Yeah, just, keep just us like out. Yeah, trip, that's, I mean, that's one
2: like, yeah, okay.
0: He, get Trump's it, kept us out of the war, but yeah, I but so for so the sad. record, anyone saying I'm an alt-rider, I've made what And, you know, campaign, you can Google it. You can Google my campaign. Not it's starting
2: another useless war is a pretty good way to assess a president, I think. Yeah,
0: and he's done good in that regard. And that's yeah. a part of why I love Tulsi is like, let's just, can we, yeah, I'm not a total isolationist, but can we calm yeah. down with everything like, in, in some conflict every six months? But let's get down the brass tacks. We'll, we'll wrap with the, the Donald Trump stuff on this. 2020, we're here. We're knocking on the door. Just get down to it. Who wins? Who wins? Um, Shapiro was saying for all of 2015 and 2016 that the Trump thing was going to fizzle out. He went on the next day after that election, owned it, said he was wrong. Yeah. He has been extremely reticent to say anything. Yeah, I don't think the Daily Wire, though, you guys don't know who's going to win over there. You don't have a feel for it, I feel like. It's I know tough.
2: I, I mean, things change so fast. Even though we're like fifty days out, forty nine days out, whatever it is, yeah, things change so fast. And so, you know, I, I won't be able to make a strong prediction until a week before or two weeks before
0: when What about the debate? The debate is oh, two the, weeks away. I think we'll have some more clarity then. Yeah. If that actually goes off. I mean, I think
3: Yeah,
2: it you know the debate. You the agree? debate definitely favors Trump. He's more of a brawler. Trump's more of a brawler and he's better. I mean, Joe Biden, frankly, is on teleprompter most of the time. Yes. And, and uh, you know, debates are a lot about perception. And the biggest thing that people are looking for in the president is someone that, that they think is strong and will lead and will go in the ring for you. Yes. You know what I mean? And Trump will literally go in the ring for you. So he's I think the debates favor Trump. It depends on what kind of format the debates are. I think they're going to be in person. Uh, and supposedly there might be just one. I mean, that's, there might just be one. the rumor. Did you hear the other day that, or it literally just, I think the news broke today that Rogan the other day had, um, uh, he had, I think Tim Kennedy on his podcast. I saw this. yeah. Yeah. And so, and, uh, they were talking about the debates and he asked them like, would you host a debate? And he said, I would host it if it was just Trump and Biden, no one else in the room, just the three of us in the room. It was like four hours long. And yeah. We could do long form discussion and all this stuff. And Trump said like, um, you know, that i pretty sure it was confirmed that it was legit that he said that Trump was like, yeah, I'll do it. Oh, see, I, I didn't hear that part. Yeah, Trump, I didn't hear. That I think Trump, Trump was on today. I, 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 think it's real. I saw an article. as yeah, well. Yeah, so I, I, Trump, I Trump think it's came real. out. He
0: was on board with that. Yeah, I Trump, think Trump yeah. tweeted. I, I think if it's I'm real. Joe me, correct guy, I'm me not if I'm wrong, that. but I'm pretty. No, I mean that would be. Would the, you let what, that happen if you're Joe Biden? If you're Joe campaign? Biden's people, you would not let that. <laughs> That's happen. not his. Right down yeah. in Texas. And look, you can hate Trump. I, but it's, you gotta have. Some semblance of objectivity. Yeah, I mean, that we're looking. You know, I don't,
2: I'm not a fan of Trump very much, but looking at this objectively, that would be a nightmare for Joe. It's Biden. It's a bad fight for him. People can people can whistle past the graveyard as much as they want, but Joe Biden is like not a very strong. Like it, the the version of Joe Biden that we have right now is not a very charismatic, not very strong, not very not. He's just not as with it as he used to be. And, no. and he wasn't necessarily that with it before.
0: He, you know, I mean, he was people going like I've looked back at some of the, the old clips when he was running in 08 in the primary. And he reminded me a little bit of George W. Bush in that. Like he would have kind of flubs and say weird yeah. stuff. And you're kind of like, what are you? T- what? Like there's, there's yeah. a lot of like what? Yeah, what Bush was would do that all the time. Yeah, often. But I never thought Bush was like not with it. And I, I didn't think at the time that Biden was like out to lunch a little bit spacey, a little bit of an odd guy. Yeah. But not like deteriorating in any appreciable yeah. way. And,
2: you know, Trump's not that charismatic when he's on teleprompter. He's really not.
0: He's the worst the, teleprompter. He's, he's, reader
2: he's in history. terrible at teleprompter. He yeah. looks at it and you don't. It's like you, you can tell that he's just reading and stuff. But when Trump's off teleprompter, like he's very charismatic. Yes. And that's one of the reasons why people like him so much. But I mean, like, it, it was so fun. It was, it was it was kind of funny. One thing I noticed at the DNC when Biden came out to speak, and they played this this like really great like sizzle reel before of you know, Joe Biden's whole history and when he started in government when he was like twelve years old. And he you know, going all the way up and all these great speeches that he had given and like very charismatic one-liner things. Yeah. And then he comes and so it, you know, he's like very loud and very yeah. charismatic. And then the actual guy comes out and he's like,
3: well, you know, for our country—that's <laughs> what I mean.
2: He right? had it. That's because
0: yeah. you were saying I don't know if he ever was that sharp. Well, he, he said. I mean, he wasn't. He was. I'm
2: saying. I mean, he he was definitely in comparison to what he is now. Significantly better. Yeah, and there's. Been I'm a, not saying he was a bad politician before. I'm just saying he wasn't the most charismatic no. politician ever. No, he wasn't like Obama charismatic or anything like that. No, he, he was. He was likable. He, he was especially likable when he was vice president, just because yes. he was like crazy old Uncle Joe. Uncle Joe. Yeah, he was Uncle Joe, and everyone yeah. liked him, and then. You know, Uncle Joe was a little creepy sometimes and would get a little handsy with, you know, and and it would be like, oh, that's Joe. You know what I mean? And but now that people actually have to make a choice about it and say, like, oh, that guy's going to be at the top. And, you know,
0: I I think uh, that I think the smart Democrats know where the gaps are. I mean, Nancy Pelosi is already planting the seed of like, oh, I'm not I, I wouldn't even debate Donald Trump. I wouldn't legitimize him. It's like, sorry, Nancy. He's the duly elected president of the United States. Yeah. It's a legitimized individual by default. Yeah. You can hate him. You can think he's the worst person ever. But by definition, he's legitimate. I mean, he's, yeah, he's he the is, legitimate president. He's a president. sitting president. No one's yeah. like, trying to get him out anymore. Yeah. I mean, I guess they try. Yeah, well, it's
2: but, the You know, a lot of people say a couple of things to delegitimize it. And I'll just go on this tangent real quick is that people will say, like, Russian collusion or whatever. There's so much to that. I can't even get into that. I don't, I don't know where to begin with that stuff. But people say, like, oh, he lost the popular vote. Well, that's not a very legitimate argument because that's like saying, like, oh, the other basketball team should have won because they scored more overall baskets when the other team scored all three-pointers. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. like if that were the game that they were playing, then that if the game was to score the most overall baskets, ball through the hoop baskets, then they would have been playing that game. But they didn't. Their strategy was to do all three-pointers, and they got all three-pointers, and they won. Same thing as with Trump. Like if it were just popular vote, would have run a very different campaign. Who knows? Would have won, would have lost, maybe. I don't know. But to say that Trump is illegitimate because he lost the popular vote, it's like that's not the they would have run a different campaign if those were the rules of the game.
0: I, I mean, so. you made the great analogy and it's so funny you used the basketball one. I don't know if I stole this There's from the sports show, right? Yeah, I dunno well, it, it is. is. Yeah. But I, I I actually likened it at the time, not to a straight basketball game, but like a three point contest where you know, Michigan and Florida were the money ball. For those of you guys that you know know a three point contest, it's like there's five racks around the you know the three point line, and you know, I think there's four balls or five balls that are the normal ball, and then like the money ball is the last shot in each rack, yeah. and it counts for two. Michigan, Florida, Trump made the money balls, yeah, and so Hillary made more of the orange balls. Uh, Trump won uh, the he hit the the money shots more, and, yeah. that, and that's what it was. And it's like you know, it's like you're six years old and you're playing Monopoly. And you lose and you're like bitching about the rules after the fact. It's really unbecoming. Yeah. I mean, I think it's been four years of what, what was done to Brett Kavanaugh was a disgrace. Yeah. I don't care what side that. that. did
2: more to make that, that probably the, the situation with Brett Kavanaugh. And we don't have to get into all the details, but just looking at it from a pure like strategy perspective, that probably created more Trump supporters than anything that has happened besides maybe these riots.
0: It was wrong what they did on a moral level. It had no basis in anything uh, just. It was pure politics trying to block someone. It was that pure disgusting even...
2: politics that was meant to destroy someone's life. Yes, and and was purely cynical, and um and
0: just and there there was no moral standard to it. But that's my issue with their whole thing again, morally, but also from that strategic standpoint, from that perspective, where they have spent four years. Trump is evil, Uh, Republicans are evil, all cops are bad. Everything is just, they're bad, they're evil. I hate them. If you think this, I'm not going to be friends with you. If you vote for this guy, unfriend me now, unfollow me, all all this. Everything is like nagging the other side. Mm. Tell me why your ideas are better. Don't tell me why this guy's evil. And again, moderate, voted for Obama one of the two times didn't vote for Trump in 2016. I'm I'm not hiding the ball here. I'm available. I'm ready to be convinced. Convince me. But tell me, Joe Biden, tell me, Democrat friends, why your ways are better. Don't tell me why everything on this side is evil. Why are you good? Why are your ideas good? No one's making that argument. Yeah. No one is. Yeah. Have you heard that argument?
2: Because I have. Well, the entire the entire DNC was Trump is bad. Yeah. That was the motto of the DNC. What are you running it's, at? Yeah, it was like we they they, the they spent four nights or whatever. They 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 avoided talking about their actual platform. Because all they're running and frankly, I I mean, honestly, strategically, it's a, I don't know if it's the best move, but it's a strong move just to say we're not Trump. But you also
0: have to strong say we're only not because Trump. of Biden. Sorry, I didn't only, interrupt. Yeah, only no. because Joe Biden's the candidate. Because that's their best play.
2: Well, yeah, it's I mean yeah, it depends. It would depend slightly on who it is, but I think it, it universally could be a pretty strong move just to say, because like we said, all they had to do was not be crazy and not yeah. be Trump. Yeah, fair. And that Trump was, Trump is generally like, I mean, if just looking at the data is an extremely unlikable figure. He's an ass. Inge- he's, an, he's an asshole. Yeah. He's like, he's pompous. He's, he's not a good person. Yeah. He's, he's, I mean, he's clearly, yeah, he's he, in, in his personal life, has done many immoral things, has not acted in a way that. Many sort of conservative or religiously minded people would want their children to emulate. You know what I mean? And
0: um, the Bible is his favorite book. And then the reporter asks, "What's your favorite verse?" Yeah. Well, I don't like to get into that. That's very personal. It. That's yeah, very personal. personal. He like, doesn't know what the yeah. Book yeah. Says. Like that, that's the he issue. Know just say John three sixteen. Yeah, just say <laughs> it's like just say whatever <laughs> like, you know. On. And um, on, man, like, I don't know something in yeah, Corinthians or something. I forgot why we're thinking. The, the point <laughs> the point is that this was. The most winnable election ever. They might still win anyway. They might. But this is like a wimp across the finish line. I feel like if I had been advising this campaign, this bitch would be in the bucket already. They would have it. It'd be done. Trump would be toast. They've had every advantage. The country didn't really like them all that much before COVID. COVID tanked a successful economy, starting to rebound now a little bit. They had every advantage. Why yeah. is this thing even and it really a seems. It
2: really seems like Trump is trying hard to lose this election, but the Democrats are just trying way harder yeah. to lose it's this like, election. Like, here, they really it. are. Take but, it. Yeah. Both of them. It, it's like two teams trying to throw the game. It's, yeah. like, it's, it, it's like that like, episode of
0: South Park like, yeah. where they don't want to keep playing baseball yeah. all summer. That's what it really feels <laughs> like. like. Trump is being
2: so stupid and just yeah. practicing political malpractice. Yeah. And so many of the things he's saying. And he is so dumb. Just sometimes he is so dumb yeah. what he does and shoots himself in the foot so hard. Repeated but every way. time he shoots himself in the foot, the Democrats like plant a landmine and step on it. Yeah. Like it's it's so it's like it's sometimes
0: embarrassing to watch. I'm mad on principle at both of them, like just as a human being with like a rational brain. Yeah. The fact
2: I, that the, the, if if our system is broken in any way, it's that these are the two choices that we're left with at the end yeah but then again those that system is not set up that's not the government that's not the governmental system that's the party system that's yes. the primary system which is a pretty lousy system well it's, I don't know what the
0: best system would be but Strictly no. from like a campaigning standpoint, though, if you go back, I'm a sucker for like old presidential speeches. I've watched like old JFK stuff 5,000 times. And yeah. I like to read speeches like some of the George Washington stuff from 200 plus years ago. It's just it's awesome. Yeah. But you look at what Obama was saying both times, 20, uh, 2008 and 2012. Both times was all the things, his vision for America, what he wants to see, all the things he wants to do. It, you know, we we we're that country on the hill. You know, we can strive yeah. that we're not meeting what we can meet. We're not meeting our standard, but you know, we are inherently good. Yeah. It was a positive message. He didn't get up there and say John McCain's evil, John or George Bush. You know, four more years. Now some Democrats did, but Obama didn't. Very seldomly, and certainly not in his speeches. You know, maybe mm-hmm. on the trail, but it was a positive message about all the things he wanted to do. Whatever you think of him. Strategic standpoint, we've had our strategy head on for like 45 minutes. That was smart. Yeah. So you have to throw it. You're running against a very polarizing, unpopular president. I'm not saying don't criticize the incumbent. The incumbent has a huge advantage inherently. You got to criticize the incumbent because you have to give someone an incentive to change. But it has to be in conjunction. It has to be attached. You have to have
2: positivity about it. With what you're going to do. Yeah. If you're saying the country is terrible and you're saying, you know, the country is terrible, racist place. But if you put me in charge, then I'll do something to fix it. It's like you need to make people excited to vote for you. You know what I yeah. mean? If pe- if you say that the country is a terrible, awful, no good racist place, people are going to say, well, what's the point? Right. You know what I mean, why am I getting out there to vote? So like the, the, the DNC was like one big funeral fest of saying Trump is terrible and the country is racist or whatever. It wasn't exactly that. But that's basically been the the Democratic platform is like. It, the, what the Democrats keep saying is the country, sucks. the, cu- the country, sucks, yeah. and so, <laughs> yeah, and where we're so the country is only good when we're in charge of it. Does the basically. country suck, Nick Sheehan? No, no, I don't think so. The either. country does not suck. It doesn't matter who you are yeah. on this planet. The on like on average in general, black, white, purple, green or blue doesn't matter who you are, what you are, what you want to do. This is still, in my opinion, the best place on earth to be.
0: In the history of the world, I would argue.
2: In the history of the Not world. Not just today. And has done more around the world to raise people out of poverty, to, um, to, abdicate, to, to, to eradicate hunger, to, 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 you know, to, rate, to lift the, the rest of the world up, to provide defense for the rest of the free world. This is still the greatest country on earth, and obviously it has its flaws. But, it, but it's hilarious. Yeah. It's hilarious to me that that is somehow a controversial opinion. Obviously, I'm biased. It's extremely
0: controversial.
2: It's extremely, now. well, yeah, it's extremely controversial, apparently, to here's, say that this is the greatest country on earth. And if that's controversial, yeah. then I don't know. Fuck me, man. Well, I, I yeah. well, <laughs> like, well, we'll fuck you later. But yeah.
0: here, here's, here's where I stand on this. I view America like every, it's a human institution. Yeah, it is. It's we're running it. It's run by humans. It's occupied by humans. It's operated by humans. Humans are deeply flawed. But I do think this is the best iteration of the human experiment we've seen in government. And there have been many examples. I view our flaws as very, and you know, there's varying degrees of our flaws, obviously, but our general flaws, our average flaws, our, our weaknesses as a nation are really bad like pimples. They're really bad, uh, maybe even illnesses, viruses in the body. I don't view our our organs as defective. I think that the blood and guts of this yeah. country is still great. I think the principles that it was built on were well, great. well. The
2: principles that this country was built on are great. They're the best. We haven't principles always
0: of, we haven't always hit our from the beginning. Yeah, we yeah. didn't live up to those principles. No, we failed in because the United
2: ways. when when at, at the American Revolution they didn't sit down and do the and write the Constitution and get to decide how everyone was going to think. All of a sudden, they didn't get to just decide. How the world's gonna be now. They had to bring, they had to introduce a system into a very flawed and very imperfect world with many flawed people that are grandfathered into a lot of really bad ideas and a lot of really bad practices. But they didn't get to just change how everything was gonna be, because there were millions of people that lived here that they're not all just gonna change how they live, but what they can do is lay a groundwork for a nation. That over the arc of history, well, what did MLK say? Like it bends toward justice? Yes. Well, we're going to build, we're going to set up a system in the best way possible to, the American system is to guarantee rights that pre-exist government. Yes. The, the government doesn't give you rights. The government is there to protect your rights. We're going to protect those rights and keep people safe. The words and, on the paper are great the words yeah. you know the the and, papers and, the and from the beginning it we, the country didn't live up to it no but we've been bending towards it and and what people have started to say is pardon me is that well, the world's not perfect the country's not perfect that must mean the foundational principles behind it are not perfect i mean they want to throw
0: it, out the paper yeah it, it took it, up it and took
2: and us it. nearly it took us nearly 100 years to to get rid of slavery yeah the but paper's it, good yeah if if yeah i mean it, it took us, and then Jim Crow happened. I mean, many racial things, other, you know, other, um, you know, the race stuff is probably the biggest one. There are other things that, you know, that we didn't live up to from the start, but we've been bending towards that.
0: Are we you know? bending towards Donald Trump four more years? You still haven't answered. You're saying you want more time. I'm asking you now, September 14th, you can change your mind tomorrow. I don't care. But if you had to guess, you know, you got a gun to your head. If I
2: had to guess who's going to win? Yeah. <clears throat> If I think if the election were held today, I'm pretty sure Trump wins. Trump wins again. I'm pretty sure Trump wins. the The incumbent has a very big advantage because it's the devil, you know. Yeah, you know what I mean. The incumbent has a very big advantage. Biden has not really made his case for what, like, what does Biden actually like believe in? Like, what's his boil his campaign down to? Like a paragraph, and it's hey, guys, I'm not Trump. Yes, you know what I mean. Like, that's literally like, what's his big platform thing? You know what I mean? It's like, he doesn't like what's one like new idea
0: that Biden has. That's that fun song, like, What do I stand for? Right? Yeah, it's like, I don't know anymore. It's it's that's where we're at. Yeah, it's like, I don't actually
2: know what Biden stands for, he just stands for like not. Trump. I think it's a conscious decision, though. I don't think I it's think an so. accident. I think yeah. they sat
0: in a room and were like, "This is what we're gonna do." He wants to just to say, "I'm
2: not Trump," and then avoid talking about what he actually believes for the rest of the election. So which we got like your a, red hat a, ready, a legitimate strategy. Yeah, but, we
0: got yeah. your maga hat ready. It's in Me? the back. Yeah, you're. A I'm not saying that. I'm, I'm all for it. I'm I saying. I'm it's saying that if, your if the election
2: if the election were held uh, like six weeks ago, I'm pretty sure Biden wins. But all of this with with the rioting and and biden whisper like like whistling past it and refusing to condemn the people who are actually instigating all of the violence you see like people were posting and saying like oh yeah but it's secretly right-wing agitators that yeah, are starting right. all the violence it's like Come on! Uh, the like, one thing I'll say, there haven't, there haven't
0: been a lot of like right wing riots that I know. I mean, that's except one, like <laughs> when the
2: Red Sox lose the World Series or something. Yeah, that's like, yeah. The, only, yeah, that's like the ultimate right wing riot. <laughs> that's the ultimate riot. That's like
0: yeah. the most racist fan base ever. Right, exactly. I yeah, mean, it's I mean,
2: it, it, it's like, I mean, you know, whatever. So
0: you're you're, well. you're you're on Trump. I, well, I, I so much could
2: change. Oh yeah, so
0: much no, we know that. But we're saying today though, like where we stand today, if it were held today. It's no one knows what's going to happen. I know, For all we yeah. know, there's a bombshell. Although I don't know, Trump is like in a permanent bunker. Like no bombshell seem to really rattle the cage there in terms of yeah. you know the whole I can go shoot someone on Fifth Avenue thing. But like <sighs> yeah. I you mean, know,
2: I I just I'm very worried about man. It seems like it's hard to hold an election these days that people are willing to just say that they'll accept the results of the election. It it is like name an election nowadays that that the other side, the the the, the losing side like accepts the results and says that there wasn't any meddling in the election or anything. This is I mean? going to be a shit show. It's, you guys I'm, are
0: going to have so much content over at the daily wire. You yeah, and I bet, I don't you like and your thinking buddy, about it that way, but it's like, Oh, that's what it is though. It's what it is. The and Entertainers it's, root for chaos. Yeah.
2: Well, it's, um, man, I just, I hope whoever wins that, that it can just be that we can just be done with the violence. You know what I mean? I hope whoever wins, we can just be done with just people just violently going out of each other and just exacting their, their anger out on people who had nothing to do with it. You know what I mean? Burning down businesses and, and just harassing people in the street and harassing people that are just trying to live their lives who have absolutely nothing to do with why you're angry. No. And, and people just taking out their anger on on people and it just doesn't make, and it just, it it needs to stop. And, And I'll say this too, just about the election and, And, uh, it's, you know, I won't tell anyone who to vote for. I don't, I always wait till I have all the information. So I wait till the moment where I need to vote for, you know, whatever election it is, I'm not going to make any decision beforehand. I wait till I have all of the information, but I'll just tell people, um, just to like vote your conscience. That's what I say. I don't care who you vote for. If you're not, you know, I'm not one of those people who says everyone should go vote. You know, I think if, I think if you're, Informed and care about it, and you think it's worthwhile for you to vote, go vote. I'm not going to tell people who don't know anything about politics who don't follow it at all. I know that that this might be a controversial opinion. Not for it's, me. Yeah, is that like if you if you don't know shit about politics and I'd rather you th- stay home. Yeah, I'd rather you stay home because you don't yeah. know what you're doing, and and that's fine. I'm not like insulting any specific person right now. I'm just saying like if if like if you if you care about politics and you have any kind of like informed opinion about it, go vote and vote your conscience. I don't care who you vote for, but vote for don't be pressured into it. Don't be intimidated into your vote. No one no one has a right to know who you voted for. No one gets to decide for you. You don't have to you you don't have to go around and tell people, you know, there might be people that go that will say like, "Oh, if you vote for Biden, I'm never going to be friends with you again," or if you vote for Trump, you know, you're an evil person. Or, you, yeah. don't, you know, you know, you know, you can you can accept people's flaws and accept that a lot of people are very upset. A lot of people are very scared and people say and do things that maybe under better circumstances they wouldn't do. So for people that say stuff like that, people yeah. that say I'll unfriend you, I'll never be friends with you if you vote for Biden, Trump, whatever. You know, I, I, I think, you know, colorblind casting. Yeah. 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 In an ideal yeah. yeah. world, we wouldn't have to do stuff like that. But I understand people are scared. People think, that, you know, people a lot of people believe a lot is at stake right now, you know? Yeah. And, and so I just encourage people, vote your conscience. Don't be pressured into anything. Think about what, everything that's going on right now. Think about your worldview, the vision of the country that you want to enact and figure out what direction you want to go, you know, figure out what world you want to live in, figure out what direction you want this place to go. Cause no politician's going to be perfect. No politician is going to walk exactly in the straight, like the straight line that you want to walk. You're not going to agree with them 100% on everything, but they're going to lead the country in a direction.
0: What if my and, conscience says that Tulsi Gabbard should be president of the United if you're, States? If, you're, if I you write her if you if you
2: look at your poster of Tulsi Gabbard in your room one night. Which one? And, which one am I looking at? which one? Okay, yeah, which the one?
0: one that's on the ceiling yeah. right above your bed.
2: If you look at that one. My wife was my Tulsi Gabbard poster If you look at that and she speaks to you, and I said, really she,
0: like her politics. But sorry, yeah, her, her, her yeah. politics
2: are great. Yeah, yeah. No,
0: yeah. She, she she you know get get me out of the wars. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Yeah. I, you know, get so right Obama in God. Tulsi
2: Gabbard, if your conscience directs you to do, I so, like but. Tulsi Gabbard. I, just, I
0: I just want to feel excited about voting for somebody, and I haven't felt that. I really haven't. I the last time I was ex- like really, I voted for Obama in 2012, but I was really excited to vote for John McCain in 08. I didn't think he was going to win, but I was first of all, it was my first time being a legal voter, so that was kind of cool, yeah. and it was just it was a cool thing. But uh, you know, I was I was just I was really excited to vote for him. I yeah. really believed in him. I thought he was a good man. Didn't agree with everything, but you know we've been down that already. I, it's like, can we just give me somebody? I, Nikki Haley, I think would be great. You know, on the Republican yeah. side, we talked about Tulsi on the, the Democrat side, but I don't know. This is hopefully the last shit show election. We'll see. I have
2: yet to have a, an election that I was supremely happy to vote in.
0: But nothing has been a shit show like the last two. I mean, let's face it, and Trump is a, a symptom of that, if not the disease yeah. itself. But. Well,
2: I mean, yeah, my I mean, twenty sixteen was my first election. That's right.
0: You're a child. That's right. Yeah. You're a little guy. I
2: was. I was like. Uh, I was like two months. What a, what a
0: first time! I did. was like
2: a month. I was uh, like a month and a half short of voting in uh, twenty twelve. You just missed it. I just missed it. Yeah. I turned. I turned eighteen in like December of that year.
0: Oh, uh, what, a, what a first rodeo. So we're, yeah. we're doing a fun thing. We'll move on from all the craziness. We'll yeah. just we'll make it a little more fun. We've been at it for, I don't know, an hour and a half, Ben? Yeah, like, hour and 40. 40. See, the people love it. I've got like... Wow. I don't know if you've seen me looking at my computer. I've had like nine messages saying what a great job Nick's doing. So, wow. Yeah, they really like you. It's too bad you live out in like, you know... Wow. The, the yeah. West Coast. and I know. Crazy California. I got to get out of there one day. Yeah, how how is LA? LA
2: is... Um, <laughs> it's so bad. LA is like, especially right now. It's, heavy, I mean, it's I heaven say,
0: on earth climate-wise, other than the forest yeah. I mean, it's right on now. fire right
2: now. Yeah, it was literally that. like there was incense burning around me all, yeah. all, all uh, last week. Or whatever. I mean, it's LA is. I mean, right now, it's just LA is a terrible place to live. Right now, I will say everything being shut down and just. I mean, the homeless problem is out of control. It's absolutely out of control. Did you,
0: and, did you check when Ben was on uh, Joe Rogan? He was talking about the homeless problem in LA. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They were talking just about this, how it has gotten out yeah, of control. It's insane. Yeah. And, Joe um, Rogan fled. He said that was part of the reason, just like yeah. how bad the governance uh, is. There. Yeah. It's more I mean, like a tax write off for that Spotify. Yeah. yeah. You got to keep else. that
2: Spotify money in your pocket. You know, ben, no state thing. When you're right. Yeah. You're right. It's like going to
0: save him $10 million. But he um, he has cited the governance as driving him nuts, though.
2: Yeah. I mean, you know, I I could speak a lot about the governance, whatever, but I'll just say right now, I mean, LA is a cool place. One of the cool things about LA is just like everything's there. You know what I mean? Whatever comedy show you want to go to, whatever concert, whatever, everything's going to come through LA. Yeah. LA has access to a lot of things, a lot of great restaurants. Great beaches, whatever. I and mean, there are great beaches, lots of places, but they're, they're you know, pretty nice. SoCal is pretty nice in a lot yeah. of ways. The weather's nice that you don't have to deal with any super harsh winter or whatever. But man, during COVID, when everything is locked down this entire year, you really start realizing, man, I am paying a shit ton of money for a one bedroom apartment in like, I don't have any space to move around. I don't have a yard. I can't like, there's so many things in my life that are constricted about it. I can't. There are no shows. There's no all of the cool things that would normally come through here. All the cool shows, cool concerts, comedy shows, restaurants, whatever. Th- remove that from the situation.
0: You're strumming yeah. your guitar, basically, because you're a yeah. guitar player for those yeah. who don't know. There you go. Yeah. yeah. A good guitar and, player, too. Yeah. Good but, singer, too. We've worked yeah. together in that uh, yeah. that yeah. field. Yeah. You were involved in a couple of riots yourself back in the day, uh at was the that? barricade. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's you, true. Weren't you involved in the French yeah. Revolution? The French yeah, want yeah, to, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you were involved. I was in an it. integral part of that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You were a key cog in that that fight. So yeah. we're talking about Lee Mizra for the uninformed. So yeah, I mean California was always my dream destination and has been for a long time. I've kind of pivoted to now I wanna live like either somewhere in North Carolina, like Raleigh or Charlotte <laughs> in particular. Yeah. Uh, I, had
3: a, I had a
2: couple of friends that lived down in um, in uh, Charlotte. I think
0: Charlotte's yeah. a great town. Yeah, my, my, uh, one of my best friends, James, lives there right now. He's a great guy. Probably listening right now. Uh, so yeah, he lives in Charlotte. Awesome. And I really like Nashville. Na- everyone's Nash- talking yeah, about Nashville's Nashville. Nashville's really now. cool. Nashville is hot. Yeah, I mean everyone's moving to Nashville now. So anyway, we do this fun thing, Nick, called okay. the speed round. All right. Little gimmicky, but it's fun. I should take a sip of this before this. I would take a chug of this for this. We we want you locked in. So. I'm sorry, there's still a little bit of politics left, but yeah. you can keep it You know, a little bit lighter. You don't have to talk about like the Declaration of Independence and all that. You know, I would. The Founding Father Principles. You can go wherever you want with it. Yeah. Ben, are you ready for some speed round? I got the graphics up and ready. You're ready Let's to go. Let's start. I'm looking
2: over there at graphics. No, you don't need oh, to look. Okay. That's
0: for the viewers. I, I need oh. your eyes on me. Oh, okay. You know, look got into it. my beautiful hazel eyes. Okay. Then we're like brown. First up.
2: Wait, how, what are the rules? Sorry. Before I'm we... going to
0: say a name or a word or whatever. Yeah. Just give me your reaction. God. Is this going to get me in trouble? Well, you can always pass if you want to Oh, oh be I a, can pass. Yeah, try, try and be quicker. A lot of our guests like to uh, take their time. I think we can okay.
3: speed
2: yeah, it we, up. We'll try yeah, to do this. three to five, three five Smart guy, Nick. Three to, three to five sentences? Yeah. Like you said? Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. You know, give or take. First up, Hillary Clinton. Short thoughts on Hillary Clinton. <laughs>
2: Hillary Clinton. Uh, I don't know. Hot sauce in her purse. Uh, Hillary Clinton, yeah. Uh, uh phony I is, that, is that the goal? Like you're phony, saying she's yeah, a uh, pretty phony. <laughs> I don't know. She's just deeply flawed candidate. Uh, annoying laugh. I don't know. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, I don't know what to say about Hillary Clinton. That was Clinton. perfect. That, that won't get, get, get me in trouble. <laughs> oh, all right, fair go. enough. Like, well, you can tell me. Those after. are my first impressions of Hillary Clinton. That works.
0: We'll go with it. Alex Jones, <laughs> Alex
2: Jones, uh, crazy person. Um, who is unfortunately sometimes right about things. That's Alex Jones. He's hilarious. He's hilarious, and he says so many things that are... Um, he's very funny to watch. Um, yeah. He says so many things that are not true. And then the problem is some of the things that he says are very true. Yes. Yeah. yeah it's like one out of eight. It's like no He's one takes cr- the uh, unhinged, I will say. Alex Jones is unhinged, yeah. unbased. Genuine or performance art? What do you think for him?
0: Is, is he... Is he, does he See true boy. I think he's, he's
2: so much an art piece that he's a true art piece and that he doesn't even know he is. Okay. He is so deep, high level art. Yeah. Alex Jones is. He's like and our Michelangelo. You, and if you ever have, yeah, he really is. First, first, and if first you ever have that. just five spare hours and you just want to, and if you're inclined to just <laughs> hear about frogs being gay, just hear about
0: frogs being gay, yeah. then
2: just go watch Alex Jones on Joe Rogan and, um, and try to forget everything afterwards. Previous
0: generations had the Sistine Chapel. We're going to have Alex Jones YouTube clips for future generations to watch. as That's our Great true. statement of art for our generation. Yeah. So yeah. Next up, you're a Michigan guy. Yeah. You like food, I think. I love food. Best restaurant in Ann Arbor. Great food town. Much best restaurant in Ann Arbor? Other than Zingerman's, which everyone knows is the best. Yeah, it's overpriced,
2: though. Um, yeah, you, know, you can charge me $40 for oh that same thing. You know what's pretty good is like Frida Petitos. is pretty good. Uh, Never been. You ever, you ever been there? It's like yeah. Cuban burgers. Oh, right. The best, I like, um, oh, crap. What's it? I'm not going to remember all the names of it. Best restaurant? Jimmy John's probably. Yeah, come on. <laughs> <of here>. we'll <laughs> no, go, I liked we'll um, Frittata oh, place or whatever. Frida Petitos. Yeah. I'll go with Frida Petitos. It's very good. I, oh, Slurping Turtle. I like Slurping Turtle a lot. It's, a, right. it's a ramen place uh, in Ann Arbor. Um, uh, I want, oh man. I'm blanking on. There's, there's the one Italian restaurant downtown that I liked a lot. Main Street. Yeah, I think I know the so one you're talking main about. Main Street. I like their. I like that. I'm a lot.
0: diehard Spartan man. Yeah. Ann Arbor kicks the shit out of East Lansing on the food front. Yeah. Like, it's like, where do I want to go in East Lansing? Well, um, are you willing to go to Okemos? <laughs> like, yeah. Are you willing to go to downtown Lansing, right. go to the uh, night camp, or now it's Bodie's? Like,
2: I've only been to, I haven't eaten out much in uh, East Lansing. I know it's Alas Techo, right? Is that like the Al only Azteco? thing? Yeah. I mean it's yeah. That's okay. like the, literally the only restaurant
0: I remember. When, where's I, the spot where all the students get drunk at? Well, that's, that's a oh, long I way. Yeah. <laughs> On Where's Thursdays the, There's the something? one place in East Lansing where the kids go get drunk. Um, the, the Riv, you know, Rick's. 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 Is like, yeah, Rick's. is yeah. yeah. a Rick's yeah. in East Lansing too? Oh, yeah. Is it the same? Our Rick's is actually way better than yours because, you know, you know, it's East Our Lansing. Ricks, we actually have Ann Arbor fun. Rick's is the most terrible place. Well, yeah, ours is terrible, but ours is like more terrible in a great way than okay. yours. Okay. Yeah, yours yeah. is like particularly bad. But no, yeah, Rick's is like where you go like if you just have no dignity whatsoever. That's like and Skeeps in Ann Arbor. <laughs> I used right? to go there all the time. So yeah. I'm throwing myself under the bus, by the yeah. way. Uh, I'm, I'm not, trying
2: to think of other good restaurants there. Um, you named three. I think we're good. The point okay, is that yeah.
0: you could you could go like 17 down the list and it's better than anything in East Lansing. That's where we're at. You're yeah. a musical guy. So am I. I'm a huge dork. I love them. I've seen like 65 in person. Best yes. musical ever. Best one ever. Oh.
2: well. There's a difference between best, best, and my favorite musical. Ooh, give them both. I say, like my favorite musical ever. Unapologetically, is Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat.
0: Okay, so you got bad taste on that one. Yeah, What's so the other one? Terrible taste. Yeah. Best musical ever.
2: It is so tough to say. You what were the... in it, so that's a good footnote. <laughs> You're talking about Legally Blonde. The oh yeah! Musical? Oh yeah! <laughs> Legally Blonde. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, man, best actual best musical ever shit,
0: man. I can't. My favorite is Phantom. The best I'm is thinking, Les Miserables. You if, you're, so? if we're doing this whole favorite best shit.
2: Yeah. I mean, Les Miserables is, is, is pretty good. It's, it'll be really tough for me to pick up best. I'd have to look at the list. Have you
0: heard Annie Cordes sing Cosette? Yeah. Have heard you heard, have every night. Have you heard <laughs> yeah, Steve heard, Martin heard, sing Valjean? Yeah. I mean, yeah, okay. Le, Les
2: Mis is pretty good. I, yeah. I'd say there's a lot of, I think the best recent musical I think is uh, in terms of the music. I think is maybe like Dear Evan Hansen or something like that. Okay, I haven't seen it, but I've I've heard it. The music is very good. Yeah. Um, the The story's all right. Uh, I I I can't pick a favorite. I'll just say Les Mis and make you happy. Oh, so that works. Play play
0: play to your host here. Yeah. So we kind of already hit this, but you know you can hit it again real quick. Living in California. Yeah. That's that's the that's the speedrun. That's around. the question. Yeah, just you kind of in California. It. Yeah, you don't like
2: it. Expensive. Expensive. Uh, shitty. Right now, hot, over the past month, hot.
0: Pre COVID though. How about Oh, pre
2: COVID? Oh, it's fun. There's uh, a variety. You know, there's there's a lot to do. Uh, yeah. It, um it, you know, it, it offers a lot.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's um I don't know what it's, Shapiro's doing out there. He, like, got rips on it every five seconds, but, yeah. <laughs> which yeah, yeah, I get. But, yeah, yeah. He, he was, like, from there, though, wasn't he? He's, yeah, yeah born, and born and raised. Yeah, he like was a yeah. UCLA guy, right, before Harvard uh, Law?
2: Yeah, UCLA and then Harvard Law. Yeah, yeah, right. And all his – I mean, his parents and uncles and everything is, are all his family. That's where they're Usually at. they worked in – a lot of them worked in the film industry.
0: Yeah, his and wasn't his mom, like – His mom
2: worked in um, business affairs. Business affairs. For a studio. Okay. Yeah. yeah and his dad's a like a musician
0: did you read Prime Time propaganda I haven't, re- I haven't read primetime propaganda really no. good book by, i haven't
2: uh, read I, I will admit i'm sorry ben i have not read your entire catalog
0: i actually of have books. <laughs> oh, wow. i actually have yeah. you're a dedicated fan i i do he's interesting i i yeah. do i do find myself being like okay come on like sometimes but you know like we said well i mean he wrote high.
2: he wrote his first book when he was like 16 years old so he's like yeah. People's views change yeah. over the course of 20
0: years. Well, I think you got that one generally right. I mean, the the opinion that, you know, the thesis is basically that uh, Hollywood is extremely liberal, which is like not that controversial of a take. But anyway. no, it's not. I mean, it's blatantly obvious. So you're back in Michigan. We're talking about California. The yeah. thing that you miss most about Michigan. What do you miss mm-hmm.
2: about living here? People are a lot friendlier here. Say that people are more willing to have a conversation. I miss the space. I miss the green uh, like that. Just I miss having grass. I miss having trees. I miss being able to like not have to drive like two hours to go fishing or something. You know what I mean? I uh, definitely like the yeah, the space and there's a lot more like community building in places like that. You know Is what
1: everybody I mean? in L.A. fake? Um,
2: I wouldn't say that people are fake. It's just this is what I think. There's a there's like that song lullaby, uh, by I think Tall it's, Bachman. It's
3: a, what? What? No. What?
0: No, <laughs> I think it's Ed McWayne. Oh, you're thinking of i Are we you thinking Sean Mullins maybe? Sean Mullins, that's what yeah, it is. Sean yeah. Mullins lullaby. I'm thinking and, of uh, uh, I'm thinking of a uh, rockaby now. Rockaby, yeah,
2: right. Uh, or is that the same song? It's the same song. Uh, it's the same song. Yeah, I got to brush Sean up on Mullins. My 90s. That's what it is. Sean Mullins. So Sean I, I, Mullins I got, we got um, there. Yeah, but he's got that song, and there's a line in that song where it, he says. Uh um, seems like everybody has a plan. And yeah, that's what I always say about LA. Is like everybody has a plan in LA, and no one's doing exactly what they want to do. And everyone is like, everyone has an angle to try to get what the what their their plan is. Isn't the
0: next sign? Mean? It seems like Nashville with a tan. Uh,
2: let's see. Is that what it is? I think that's what it is. Yeah, it's kind of like Nashville <laughs> with stuck, a tan yeah, or whatever <laughs> yeah, it was. It, yeah, yeah it's, I think that's. I think that is
0: the line. Yeah, yeah, yeah my Town Nashville. Yeah, I want be tough.
2: Yeah, and it's so it's mm. it's it's uh, everybody like has a plan. Yeah. So it's a it's, lot of people have art- ulterior motives. I, I wouldn't go so far as to call people fake because uh, I think you know I don't. There are a lot of people that are you you know you could you could probably safely call them fake, but I think it's it's more just like people. People have a lot of lofty goals and like a lot of big dreams in LA and they, and a lot of people are really frustrated for not having been able to achieve those lofty goals and dreams. And at some point we'll begin to, there's a lot of desperation and, and so people will, um, Look for what you offer them in terms of what they're looking for out of life. What's in it for me, right? Yeah. What's in it for me? Self interest. Yeah. Not a lot yeah.
1: of hospitality
2: or common courtesy, or would you say um, there is? I'd say I'd say a lot of L.A. culture sort of favors the or uh, f- favors the attitude of stepping over people to get what you want. That's that's that seems like.
0: A fair thing to say. I used to love it. Now I'm all about Nashville, North Carolina. So yeah, anywhere in yeah. North Carolina. No.
2: Yeah, there's. Well, so. there was. There was like an article that came out recently. It said like what, what used to be the California dream is now the California compromise, and it's like <laughs> people people live in L.A. Pe- people live in in uh, pe- people deal with California. They to tolerate, to, they California. tolerate yeah. everything going on in California to be able to have access to the things that happen to be in California. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah.
0: You got you got time for one more speed round. round. One more speed round. Okay, hold so, on. I'm, yeah, take your sip. I'll ask you. We talked 2020 to death. Who wins the 2024 presidential election? Much it harder It is, is
2: entirely dependent on who wins the 2020 election. I know. You got it's impossible time. to say. It's impossible to say it's because if question. Joe because Bi- if Joe Biden wins the twenty twenty election, it's going to be Kamala. Kamala in twenty twenty
3: four. Yeah,
0: you think he's going to be a two termer?
2: No, I don't think Biden's going to be two termer. No. I think so I, I think a, I think a you know a Republican probably wins. Oh, 2024. okay. So you would you would, would someone like back Nikki through. Haley or Greg Abbott or like a uh, Ron DeSantis something like that could win in twenty twenty four or Ted Cruz. No, um, Ted Cruz is unelectable. I mean, you know, I can't speak to that. The but. Zodiac killer. <laughs> the Zodiac yeah, right, killer. Right. Yeah, his dad. Ted killed Cruz Jack. has been making a a, a strong push
0: for likability. Yeah, I think I don't Ted Cruz.
2: Ted Cruz's image has changed <laughs> did, a lot. Did you
0: watch? According to who? The 2016 election, those primaries. Ted Cruz. This is what he talks like. What I see in my vision for America. As I look upon the hill and I see the sun setting on <laughs> right. the sea, it's That's like, pretty good. It's like no one's buying this, dude. Like right. I, he's like, and, you know, if you're a conservative, like he's a constitutional conservative. I don't really have issues like with his policies so much. He just comes off like. He, Guys got to get a coach. Or yeah.
2: I mean, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I would, I, I could strongly see a Nikki Haley or a Greg Abbott or a Ron DeSantis. My like pick's
0: that. actually Nikki Haley. That's yeah. my answer. I to that think question. Nikki Haley would be great. She's dynamite. She's going to, she's going to blow up at some point. So that's where we I, I think
2: she would be great. She's a fighter. Smart. Uh, she's very smart. I've met her too.
0: You've met Nikki Yeah. Haley? i met Nikki Haley. I hate she's, you. I know. You're already living my dream life working for Ben <laughs> Shadrill. But
2: that. uh, yeah, I think, uh, but then if, if Trump wins, and then we're looking at 2024. I personally I think there's a 0% chance of a Republican winning in 2024 if Trump wins 2020. Yeah,
0: people will be done with the Republican. It'll just be thing. like as, It's always the pendulum. When
2: we don't, yeah, there's always the pendulum. I I don't w- once Trump is a lame duck, people are just going to be like fuck it. You know what I mean? We're we're done we're, we're going <laughs> yeah. the other way now. Once the choice is not yeah, Trump. Yeah, you know, then people are gonna be like, "All right, whatever." Once then the people,
0: backlash comes if it doesn't come in, you know, a month and yeah. a half here. So oh, I mean, well. if,
2: if Pence runs yeah. in twenty twenty four or whatever, I don't, I don't think Pence wins. I think, I, I don't know who they would. Um, Pence the, isn't a president. Yeah the the strong, um, the strong. If the Democrats were smart, they could run someone like, um, oh man, the guy from Ohio. Uh, what's his name? The senator from Ohio. How about the
0: girl from Hawaii?
2: The girl Tulsi, yeah. Oh, the the Democratic Party hates Tulsi. They Gabbard. need to wake up. I know they really do. They really do. Uh, if um, she would have done well, if they had just embraced. What's the guy's her? name? Look up uh, look John up, Kasich. No, not Kasich. No, no. He's, he's, not the worst. he's he's already a he, Democrat, he's the worst. Uh, guess, uh, look, up the, uh, look up the uh, look up the senators from Ohio. I'm blanking on his name. Um,
0: uh, Chuck Grassley. No, no, no. Joni Ernst. No, maybe he's a. You said Iowa, right? No, Ohio. Oh, Ohio. Ohio. Yeah,
2: yeah. Did I have an aneurysm? <laughs> uh, I'm uh, like playing... Rod. Portman. Sherrod Brown. Sherrod Brown. Sherrod Brown. Sherrod, Sherrod Brown. Brown would be would be a pretty good pick for them to do. Uh, I'm trying to think of other Democrats. Uh, a- Amy Klobuchar would would be good if she, she ran. If...
0: She ran sane. She was. Know, very she ran sane. pretty
2: sane, and she, she would have been a better VP pick. Yes. Um. Yes. Yeah. She, she definitely would have been a better VP pick, and it would be a very different race right now. If she were, uh, but it, she's just not. Um, I don't know. She she doesn't quite have the charisma. She's like pretty goofy. I actually like her. It's just I don't think she has like that sort of national stage uh, yeah. charisma. But I think, Sher- I think I think Sherrod Brown would be a great Democratic contender for 2024. There are a couple other people. I mean the the it was. It was really a dry field for the Democratic primaries. It was really a dry
0: field. That spigot went dry after Brock Yeah. So I got to ask, speed round's done. You're off the hook with that. Yeah. You're good at this stuff. You're good at talking about it. You know your shit. Have you ever gone up to Ben and said, look, uh, you know, why don't I get that in front of the camera instead of behind it? Has that ever been a thing for you? I don't know.
2: I take things one step at a time.
0: But so, I, yeah. is that ever interest you, though? Do you have any interest in being in front of the camera or are you more just I want to be um, like, on the production? Creative? You know,
2: like, I mean, you know, like I'm a performer and stuff. I don't yeah. know if I, I like talking about politics, but I don't know if I want to make that like an extreme like, public facing thing. OK, like, fair but, enough. But, but, you know, I don't know. I take things one step at a time. I've, I focus on what I'm working on right now, trying to do it, things the best way of what I'm doing right now. So you're
0: good um, at what you do. You know, because I've I've worked with you on technical stuff before. So, yeah. Yeah. And you're working for Ben Shapiro. Yeah. You know, that's I got to ask you this. Yeah. Does the offer still stand for Steve Martin and I to go out? And I did add him to the uh, invite. To go out yeah. to California or, as, you know, as soon as
2: COVID as soon, is well, over right yeah, after yeah. this, I'm not yeah, allowed yeah. to go anyway. My wife's right. like eight point seven, five months pregnant. The, the, the second that COVID is over, you're absolutely welcome.
0: Will you be working for him in a, a year? Can you give me a year before you? It's move hard on? to
2: say, you know, meteors could strike the earth. You're not
0: planning to leave. So I'm not planning to leave. So can Steve Martin come? Steve is super welcome. Steve is super welcome. Yeah. Because st- yeah. Steve does not want to feel left out. So yeah. I, I would love to. to... Do, you,
2: do you have any other behind the scenes? I feel like we, we, ab- we uh, didn't cover enough of like the behind the scenes daily wire stuff. I feel like. Do you have anything? Else I'll turn my ask? mic off.
1: Here you go.
2: Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> behind the seat. Well, do you have any questions? I just want to know. If you any questions.
0: I asked you what what he's oh. like. You said oh, he was he's cool. Like? He was oh, chill. You great? said he's yeah. very vanilla. I don't know. Yeah. It didn't sound that salacious.
2: No. So, yeah. I mean, there's no. I
0: mean, there's I'm no. I'm an like, expert interviewer, were, Nick. But you, I think think you think didn't that one, give me one any of the meat. things. What one one of the things about?
2: that surprises people about Ben, I think, is uh, how much he swears. How much he curses. Would not have guessed the scenes. So yeah, I would not have guessed. Yeah, he. yeah. That's one of the first things I noticed when I started working there is how much he curses behind the scenes, especially right now. Cause he's so frustrated with the state of politics right now.
0: He seems like I mean, a guy that would just be like, Oh rats, no, like rats. not at all. Rats, not the, at all. the white Sox lost. Gosh, darn it. It was, if you, watch, and that's uh, what he's said, he it seems like, you yeah, know.
2: well, cause people were make, making fun of him cause he was like <laughs> doing that, the uh, WAP song or WAP, WAP song. <laughs> and he was like, yeah. what, <laughs> Wet ass P word. <laughs> remember. Yeah. Like, His voice is so yeah, great. great. Yeah, It was so, yeah. yeah. And so people were making fun of him like that. But, uh, <laughs> it was, but no, he does, he does curse pretty strong in real life. He's, I mean, yeah. he, he's really talented in a lot of fields. <laughs> like we said, really talented musician, musician. And what, uh, what does
3: he play? He plays violin. violin. Oh, okay.
2: Yeah. Violin. And his father, who I've worked with a bunch too, his father, who's a great guy. Um, like a he, composer or something. Composer. He? He yeah. He has written a musical and yeah. written many musicals and I've worked with him. He's a, a extremely talented piano player. Uh, was a, was it like a club player for a long time? Um, and his sister is like a very, very talented, uh, um, opera, opera singer. Yeah. And I've yep. worked with her, um, a couple of times. She looks um, like him with a wig. She really does. They yeah. look pretty similar Yeah. It's like the same yeah. person basically. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I feel
0: bad for her because they were saying like she, uh, I read somewhere that like she was getting boy, like anti-Semitic harassment and stuff just yeah, because I mean, it
2: comes with the territory. I mean, she's out. Bro she didn't do anything. I mean She she definitely didn't do anything. You should, yeah. People should check her out on uh YouTube. Classical a, Abby. Cl- classically Abby. Yeah, Classical she has she has Abby, a great um she has a great YouTube channel especially oriented towards like conservative women and um it's a it's a really great YouTube channel that people should check out.
0: What does um, um Ben
2: Shapiro's wife do? She's like some kind of she works in the medical field. Yeah, something. It's like something is she yeah. like billing, medical billing? She, yeah, she works on like business. I think uh, Ben's uh, mentioned once or twice a doctor, right? She's yeah. a doctor. Yeah. She's yeah. some yeah. kind of. Okay. Oh, yeah. you're a nurse. Is it she's a doctor? Kind of doctor? I thought it was a nurse. Uh, <laughs> she's, whatever. Yeah, she's, she's a physician, I believe. Have, have you yes. met
0: Shapiro's wife? Uh, she, she, she mostly keeps to herself, actually. I yeah. actually never. I'd be I've curious. Really like she'd be, I, she would yeah. never do an interview with anyone, let all me. But I, it's just like that'd be an interesting interview, too. Because it's like she's married to Satan. Not me calling him Satan, but like half the country says Satan. Yeah. I like Ben.
2: Luckily, Shapiro is a common enough name. You know what I mean? That like, oh, yeah, doesn't have to. If he was like, uh, you know, if he had some kind of other name, whatever, she might get called out more on it. But yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I I don't don't really know. I I haven't really met her.
0: You're Uh, telling me about behind the scenes stuff. Like, is Michael Knowles like blowing up fart bombs or something or (laughs) Molotov? Michael is a funny guy. Michael Knowles is a funny guy. Talk about a guy that just does not give a. Uh, oh, he's anything. a warrior. He's a warrior. He's a guy that seems like he'd be the same in front of the camera and off camera. Oh, yeah. Just, just like kind of a just does not care. Yeah. But, I'll, I'll introduce you to Michael one day. Michael's uh, a great be, guy. Yeah. He's a Michael, smart. He went to like Yale or something. He went to, he? to Yale. He's a yeah. he's
2: a very smart guy and he's a fighter for sure. Yeah. He's a fighter, but he's a very smart, very kind guy. And out of anyone, one day War, he's probably like I would I like uh, hang out with him the most. He doesn't and, get
0: rattled. See, Ben. A couple of times has gotten rattled the famous BBC interview, which he admits, I think he, you know, kind of admitted he kicked famously, yeah. just, you know, didn't have his best day. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, when you're whatever. a conveyor belt of opinions, you're going to have your moments, you know, you're up and down. But Michael Knowles, I've never seen him. I don't watch him as often as Ben, but like, I've never seen Michael Knowles get like, the cage rattled where he's like, they, he had people throwing stuff at him, like at one of those oh, school yeah. speeches. Well, so it was funny because like, I, I well, would tra-
2: I travel with Michael sometimes. Were you there that day when I, they were I like- wasn't there that day when he got, when someone like assaulted him basically yeah. while he was giving the speech. Yeah. I wasn't there that day, but I will say I was there. I, I went, uh, I travel with him sometimes and I, I was, tra- uh, I forget where we were. I think it was in Georgia or something. And, uh, which you would think would not be a problem, but we were speaking at, he was speaking at some college and, um, and there were a bunch of protesters there, like hundreds of protesters there. And uh, I went out and uh, and there was there was nothing to show that I was like, you know, part of the, the Daily Wire or anything. Yeah. I think I think they pegged me just because I my hair was parted and I was wearing a suit jacket. Like, I think they just pegged you dressed me. I was, a like, little too nice. I was dressed like a little too nice. And yeah. they like pegged me as like part of that yeah. group or whatever. Part of the patriarchy. And I was also I was just grabbing some footage with my phone or whatever because yeah. I wanted to get some footage of the riots. And, or not riots, sorry, protests. Yeah, they on, they, they turned. They, they turned a little bit into riots because people were like throwing Just stuff. Just a little, at little me. bit riots. People started throwing stuff at me and yelling at me and and all this stuff. And yeah. it's like, man, for Michael Knowles, yeah. really? Come on, he's he's controversial. Right? He's controversial, but he's. I mean, he's, he's does not espouse any idea that's not in the mainstream of conservative. Thought no, but I mean? that's controversial. Right? That's yeah, being being a conservative and live, it's yeah. controversial for half the country. Yeah, for the other half that you know, he's that the same guy though, to
0: that. right? He's the same guy. Like you're talking to Michael Knowles. Like, is he? Oh yeah, he's. Have you ever yeah. seen him get like hot? Like get mad? I can't. Like he's just so. Um,
2: I've no, I've never really seen him get mad. I'm trying to think of any. Um, I haven't really seen any host get mad. Probably like Matt Walsh is the one that's probably most inclined to like get mad about something, get really worked up. Oh, he gets mad on the show. He gets mad on the show and he gets it out. But any like dealing, and I don't deal with Matt Walsh very much because he's he doesn't work out of our studio. Right, he films at his home. But um, yeah, out of out of Ben uh, Knowles or Clavin, like none of them really get mad. I mean, we're pretty. When you're talking politics all day, then when you're just hanging out, you don't really want to, you know, we'll talk about like first principles stuff yeah. mostly, but we don't really like talking about like the day-to-day
0: stuff. No, you it's know? just it's so, it just burns you yeah. out, I feel like. So you yeah, do it every exactly. day for hours and hours. But you know. Yeah. So, so yeah. anything crazy at the Daily Wire that we, we, you've experienced that uh, would surprise people? I mean, it just seems like a very chill club for you guys.
2: It's it's like it's pretty chill. And it's you know, it's funny because we had we had someone who just started uh, this like a week or two ago. We had someone who just started working there and um, a new uh, producer. And she was saying like she had worked in a lot of sort of Hollywood, uh, like sort of mainstream Hollywood film productions and, uh, you know, production houses and things like that. And she said, man, this is like the best work environment I've ever worked in. It's just like, we're just like very chill. I'm available. Does, yeah, is, it, is, it a daily wire,
0: is it Daily wear looking for a just Detroit go to, sports? So go uh, to
2: ZipRecruiter.com <laughs> yes. and you can see our job listings there.
0: We actually have a job listing on ZipRecruiter.com. I also bought some TACOVA boots from your guys' ad. Oh, Thanks for go. the promo code and actually yep. 10% off from the Ben Shapiro Yeah, Anything to help you guys out. Absolutely. Well, Nick, we've gone, uh, gosh, a little over two hours now, Ben. Oh, is that geez. right?
3: Two
2: times My man, thanks for by. your
0: thanks for your time. Yeah, will no, you oh ever man. join me again? Are you, you going to be too
2: big? Absolutely, I'll, I'll join you again. You're I'm only getting. I definitely. I'm not getting any bigger than I am right now. I'm
3: going downhill. See, you're so bashful.
0: Point. You're on the. You're on the come. I remember your your first you know credits with Ben Shapiro show it was you know like coffee guy, and then it was like production assistant, and then it was like <laughs> yeah. you know camera operator. Now it's producer. It's yeah. like you know pretty soon you're going to be on camera, but. Hey man, I uh, appreciate you coming. Yeah, you know, it was I, really fun, man. You're you're it sucks that we're mine, canceled. I we are canceled. No, only Ben has even heard this conversation, actually. Yeah. But I think it's you know, it's an exciting time to be in the field that you're in. Yeah. it's you know, I think Donald Trump was probably the best thing that ever happened to you guys, the best thing that ever happened to a lot of people in politics, including on the left, just from a media standpoint. I think yeah. more people give a shit about the news cycle 24 hours than they did. Eight years ago, yeah. four years ago, even more people care now, just because it's a more yeah. uh, prevalent issue. Politics is culture now, yeah. and it didn't, it wasn't like that when I was growing up. And I just want
2: to say one thing before we go: say whatever you want. Say one thing before we go is that you know whoever is listening to this might have listened. if you disagreed, whatever. You, I don't know if you'll have made it the whole way through. Who knows? Whatever. You might hate me by now. Who who, who cares? But I'll say a lot of the problems right now in the state of politics is people actively not trying to understand each other. And I call it attribution of false motivation, attribution of false motivation is people attributing a false motivation to someone else. Like, Oh, you only believe that because you're racist. You only believe that because you don't care about poor people. Like you only believe that because you want free stuff from the government, whatever. Yes. Usually it's not true. People believe what they believe, and usually they have a really good reason for believing it. And it might be difficult to understand because you don't have the same experience and you don't have the same perspective as that person. And um, you know, if you believe really strongly in something, if if you uh, you know if if you really you hold your beliefs very close to your chest and and don't want to be opened up to it, I would really challenge people to when you meet something or hear someone that you that you disagree with i'm not saying you have to change your mind and agree with them but rather than just saying i don't have to worry about that person i don't have to associate with that person i'm just going to remove that person from my life rather than doing that take a minute and really try to understand that person's perspective and 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 with with good faith try to understand why that person believes what they believe and Und- and approach it assuming that they believe it for good reasons because people usually do.
0: That is a very Alexander Hamiltonian perspective. It's something he talked about in the Federalist Papers pretty openly and clearly about attributing the worst possible motive to your opponent and how damaging that is. And that there are bad people out there, evil people out there, but they tend to be the minority and to automatically default to you disagree, therefore, you must be. Evil or ill-intentioned, it's an unhealthy perspective. Absolutely. It's toxic to the country. Yeah, and comparing you to Alexander Hamilton is quite a compliment. So I think that's yeah. a, that was one of the the better Federalist Papers where he talked about it. So I agree. I co-sign everything you just said. Not everyone's evil. Got friends on both sides. Everyone's saying I blame Donald Trump, blame Barack Obama, blame Joe Biden for polarizing the country. Don't give me that shit when I see your Twitter feed. You're calling people maggots or libtards or whatever. Don't point the finger at the politician. Look at look in the mirror first. There's a lot of people that blame Donald Trump for the toxic discourse, and they're calling their own members of their family maggots. Not a good idea. A little bit hypocritical. Take a step back, a little perspective. Totally agree. I appreciate you joining us. I want yeah. you back. It was fun. I don't know. Are you coming around Christmas? Uh yeah, probably. I mean, I'm sure I'll be back around. Christmas okay, time. he is yeah. guaranteed that he will be back right after November elections.
3: Yeah,
2: I'm excited. And We can talk about the postmortem, the, the rubble that remains of the America. postmortem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. If your studio hasn't been like firebombed yet, God forbid. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you guys might be a casualty in that war. Yeah. So anyway, Spiro Avenue Show, Nick Sheehan, producer for the Ben Shapiro Show, longtime friend of mine, great guy. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. Big thanks to our producer, Ben Augusta, running the board, running some things on the mic, doing an awesome job for us as always. Ben, thanks for hanging in there. I know it was a long but wonderful one tonight. So thank you to you.
3: Thank you. Thank you, Nick, for coming on.
0: Yeah, it was fun. Anytime. Yeah, Ben's the man. He's great. Quick thank you to our sponsor, the Michigan Peddler. My favorite company in Detroit, not just because they love me, but yes, they love their customers. They take very good care of their customers. 4.9 out of 5 on Google. Good luck finding that anywhere else. I always say favorite restaurant in town. It's a chain, but still Capitol Grill. They're the best. Not knocking them. 4.6 out of 5 on Google. Some people had a well-done steak that came out medium rare. I don't know what happened. 4.9 out of 5 for the Michigan Pedaler. It's those awesome pedal bikes you ride around Detroit. You see them. They actually technically are still open for another couple weeks. Check them out. Michiganpedaler.com at MIPedaler on all social media. Big supporters of this show. Big friends of the show and our earliest and first supporters. Support them back. We love you. Thanks for joining us. Spiro Avenue Show with Nick Sheehan, Ben Augusta. We'll catch you later this week. Thanks.